How are you guys today? Good. It's Sunday. Like Sunday is kind of like a slow morning day. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice outside though. I was anticipating yeah. it being much warmer. Oh, interesting. So yeah. I guess I guess it is early in the day. Yeah, so. I think it's yeah. going to get warmer. That, that is how weather tends to work. You also walked into this booth, which is <laughs> it's only getting warmer. <laughs> yeah, th- it will get very hot. I did walk in and immediately take off my yeah. cardigan because I was like, oh, I'm not going to need that. This is not a cardigan place. No. Um, this is a David Bowie t-shirt kind of place, apparently. It is. Well, for some of us. For some cool. of us are wearing nautical themed dresses. Very cute. Thanks. I wasn't, sure. I wasn't fishing for that, but I will Some of it. us are wearing blue and white, and some of us are wearing David Bowie t-shirts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell who. No, you'll never guess. <laughs> so there uh, was something going on through these two episodes that I really want to talk about. It's kind of a tough subject, but I feel like we can get into it. Right. And it's what the fuck happened to Buffy's hair? Yeah, there's something going on. It looks like she hasn't washed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sort of liked the ruffled, beachy. Oh. I don't like it when she aggressively straightens it with those tiny little stupid wispy bangs. Mm-hmm. Those like 90s. Yes. I don't know what those are. Yeah. No, this looked like if she was a real person, I'd be like, oh, she could be so much cuter. Like she looks like a good looking person trying to look like trash. Oh, my. Well, you, you know what? I it, she looked you awful. Know, no, it, it definitely looks like um, she. You know what it looks like? Okay, this is what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like she naturally has wavy hair. She mm-hmm. straightened it and then went to the beach and it was very, like a lot of the mist was like hitting yes. her. And then sea she, spray. Just yeah, and then she spray. was like, ah, oh God, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of this. And then went like inside to like a hot dog stand and <laughs> here we are. Yes. <laughs> and it also reminded me, and it could also be time of time and place because they also reminded me of like old school Paris Hilton extensions hair. That's what it looks so like. So I wonder if it was just extensions were shittier then. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. Like now, guys, we live in a golden age of extensions. We really yeah. do. Like you can look like a supermodel. You can buy so much hair from less privileged nations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have gorgeous thick hair. Yes. Absolutely. And it it just looks healthy and lovely. So yeah. then I was like, maybe it's extensions. Maybe she had like a weird cut and she was trying to. I also yeah. think it's yeah. like at this point, two three years of heavily bleaching it. that's true yeah. so so blonde i started to watch me like is there some sort of clause in sarah michelle geller's contract that like no one can be as blonde as me there can be no <laughs> yes. other she's like the highlander like there can only no, be one blonde one. on this show i believe it because she does i mean we've now hit almost platinum and she keeps almost platinum for, for a while right. yeah like that's kind of her yeah. adult hair yeah and maybe it's just the stupid little wispy bangs that like look white because they're yeah. so blonde yeah i have a lot of hate towards the wispy bang i don't know what it well <laughs> yeah there was like a few episodes ago it was like baby baby wispy bangs like that were like they were this long so short we're j- and, uh show like the first line of my forehead yeah i, I had mean, lots of forehead lines she looks like one. a toddler who gave herself a haircut okay, that yeah. is now growing out yeah um, and also doesn't want to take a bath because she thinks baths are lame. You guys, I liked the beachy waves. <laughs> I was really like, her hair. So I cute. would like mm-hmm. if you and you have a lovely full head of hair. If you did that same look, I think it would be great. I think a girl with fine hair like Sarah Michelle Gellar, that's the danger. The danger you know, is it looks messy. Yeah, and you know what it might to me, be. But but you know what? I'm glad there's some supporters of her. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I think okay. Here's what I think the culprit is. Um, I think. Um, like, you know, that thing and nowadays we don't see it as much because obviously, like you said, Ryan hair extensions are very good now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it's like called, I think it's called like 
it's used in a derogatory term like movie star hair or like mm. something where you're like constantly getting your hair styled with heat oh, yeah, all the so time fried, and yeah. it just breaks off and it's fried so i think there's that going on because her hair is always done yeah always um with like an extension situation because there is like a heaviness at the bottom that isn't really consistent throughout mm-hmm. the whole head of hair yeah and i do think she figured it out as an adult like, oh, I think she's yeah. got, she looks great she now. Look, well, she looks fantastic. And honestly, even in prom, I think whatever they did in prom, and again, maybe it was the straightening that would upset some people, but mm-hmm. I felt like she looked like her hair wasn't dead and gross. Yeah. By the end of the two episodes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hair is all dead. All hair is dead. But I like the illusion. Wow. Bummer. <laughs> oh, uh, and also we're all going to die. And we're all going to uh, die. Love does not last forever. And no. You guys, I saw the lobster. Oh, oh okay. Why did you see the lobster? I saw it alone. I walked to the theater, sat down and watched the lobster, came out a different person. <laughs> okay. Well, a um, sadder yeah. person. <laughs> I, I still like this person, but mm-hmm. uh I mean that's probably why I was like, Okay, very so bleak review, this like thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs up. Okay. okay. Uh interesting it was interesting because it was like uh every the acting is like very affected and mm-hmm. it's like um because because the premise is so yeah. hard to get behind, um, but I think it did do a good job of like reflecting my feelings, yeah. which is that like we're all chasing love, but love is different for everyone. So there is no actual definition of love, and so we're all chasing something that's different. Mm-hmm. And but we all have the idea that it's like this thing that we need to get, yeah. But it's intangible and impossible to def- to define. And so really, like, why try? All right, Wait, is that the is that the okay? I recognize that that's how <laughs> Kelly left the movie. Is that what the movie is saying? Do you think? No, do you there think was... you could see it when you were in a different headspace? Like and maybe like... if you hadn't just watched Angel walk away from Buffy and you're really <laughs> sad, that you could be like, oh, this is about how love is different for everyone, and so everyone can find it because it's this um, universal thing that we all like, search for and or like it's about self-love and like that's what's really important is loving yourself the love oh. you have is what you carry around with you well, every day okay this is okay this was what i got from it <laughs> was that like because we're so desperate to find this thing that we can't really mm-hmm. conceptualize yeah really um we're so desperate to find it that we will change ourselves or lie to ourselves in order to find some kind of common ground with people and from there we build this idea of love. Yeah. And um in that like once we think we have it, we'll do anything for it. Yes. So that may or may not be bleak. Have you seen the one I love? No. Um, have you seen it? The one with Mark Duplass and uh Elizabeth. It keeps Moss? I yes. keeps being like told I don't that I should <laughs> see it on I Netflix. Know, I don't know if I fully recommend it to you, but it's the same I think it works in those same areas of like yeah. what is love? What do you expect from the person you love? Is loving someone meaning accept them or expect them to be what you need them to be interesting yeah um, it's, it's a kind of dark i guess the- it is a kind of dark movie oh, that movie also i loved 75 percent of and then the mm. last 25 percent of the movie just fell apart for me oh for me it turned so dark that i was like wait what was the rest of this because the movie turns <laughs> to this thing of like it is fooling yourself is okay yes and 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 being only only caring about the love that you're giving and experience and in that moment in that moment like, and within your little bubble and if you're okay in your bubble then everything's okay which is not, not what i want to believe is true it's a really Maybe. like solipsistic yes. way to look at love but it's a, it's a good it's kind of a thriller too 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like it's it's a yeah. it's a it's, good movie. It's also very well acted. Yes. Like yeah. Oh, of course. It oh, of, like it's a very our well girl done. Liz. Yeah. Yeah. Liz knows Ugh. what she's Liz up to. Liz knows what she's up to. Peggy. 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 Um, um, when do I, I want to do a rewatch of that. Sorry. Oh yes, me too. Absolutely. Okay, so as soon as we get through no, this 250 episodes yes, of Weediverse, awesome. yeah. Well, well, one, one of my favorite. We went over to Mad Men. Yeah, we went over to <laughs> totally, Mad Men. It's a very totally different same vibe. thing. <laughs> Campy. You got a blonde who's one of the main characters. <laughs> you got a broody dude in the center of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you do. Oh, we could just do a little special that's like uh, Don Draper versus Angel. <laughs> oh, hey, I know who would win. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I wouldn't count Don out, man. Oh, I would say no. I would say Don would definitely win. Oh, oh really? he's so much smarter than Angel. Okay, but Angel's a vampire and has super strength. But, and oh, but he also bite him, right? But Angel, we didn't say Angelus. Angelus would beat Don Draper. Oh, that's true. Angel would just be like, "Why are you hitting me? Oh, yeah. I couldn't hurt yeah. a human. You have children. Fuck you, Angel. Well, You're you, such a wimp. You put a cigarette out of my eye. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, Don does what it takes to survive. Yeah. Plus, he was in the war. 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 I think that just sort ends. Of- <laughs> he was in the war. He was sort of like war. Buffy, who's in a war in Sunnydale. Love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to. I know. I'm trying so hard. I know. But yes, love is a battlefield. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm another of your co hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today we have. A returning guest. She's come in every season as soon as shit goes down with Angel and Buffy. Mm-hmm. She's sort of our expert in the mm-hmm. romance oh. area of this show. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want that for myself. <laughs> guest Vanessa Singleton is here. Woo! Thank you. You are part of the three-peat club. I know. Three-peat. 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 Cool. I like that you both just took up that chant with me. I feel like we're all in it together now. This is a, a, as opposed to the adversarial relationship we've had all along. I know, I know. <laughs> I will say they gave me a little thank you note for coming on the show, and Kelly wrote Team Spike on the bottom. <laughs> I did. I was sowing the seeds of discontent. Ha <laughs> uh, Ryan, I'm sorry. No, Spike would never leave Buffy for her own good do you because know he's too selfish. Well, I'm and sorry, you know what? who's not in these episodes? No Spike. No Spike. No Spike. No Spike. No Spike. Yeah, thanks for always having me on the downer episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty dark. Uh, oh, today boy. we're talking about choices in the prom. Yeah. Um, and choices opens with Faith getting a present. Yeah. From her new daddy. Yep. The mayor. The mayor. And he's being very paternalistic, both in the positive and negative connotations of the word, mm-hmm. uh, towards her. And um, she eats it up. Yeah, she gets a knife and she smells it. Yeah, smells so good. Okay, what does it smell like? like what could it possibly? I think smell it like? probably smells like that sort of like mineral oil you would use to but polish. Uh, that not a good okay. smell. I don't know, guys. But listen, some people like that. Some people like the smell of gasoline. Some people like that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like Faith is a girl who would like the smell. Yeah. Of gasoline. Oh yeah, she would. That diesel. Listen, no, there's not people who like that smell. Yeah. Ryan, are you fucking with me? That's a hundred percent true. People like that smell. There are people who like that smell. Like, are there people who like the smell of ammonia? I'm sure there are. I know people that like the smell of bleach. Like, the people like weird smells. And I think it's probably due to, like, memory things, but they do like those smells. Okay. Trust me. I'm not one of those people, <laughs> but I am saying... No, that- you, you sound so sure about it that I'm 90% sure you're one of those people. And that's okay. It's okay <laughs> to like different kinds of smells. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I am a defender. You know me? I like the smell of, like, sandalwood. 
flowers. Okay. Vanilla. Okay. The smell <laughs> of like my grandmother's cooking. Okay. I mean, everybody and also you're, you're like you're like dressed in like your sweetest dress. <laughs> <laughs> your hair in these cute little like braided updo. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be the Buffy of this podcast. Some people like the smell of like smoke. Like no, that does make sense. No. I just don't think I've ever had a conversation about the smell of gasoline with someone who then was like, yeah, it's great. And maybe I maybe I'm poisoning the conversation because I usually would probably be like, oh, it's like gasoline. And yeah. What are you going to say to that? No, and then they're just like, I mean, wouldn't it be kind of like funny and weird if someone liked that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no one likes it. Um, Yeah, I think you're poisoning it and you're not letting people be their true selves. Yeah. But be more accepting. Yeah, truly. I mean, we're saying this as friends. Taken, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're in um, safe space. So he gives her uh, the knife uh-huh. and cookies that she eats like a chipmunk with yeah. like two hands. I don't know that she's ever eaten a cookie, right? It's oh, very odd. Has she? No one's. I don't know if anyone's like, made her toll house. I feel cookies like before. she's stolen cookies before. Oh, I'm sure. And ate them yeah. like a chipmunk then. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, you might have steal to. it out of yeah. your hand. <laughs> My cookie. Yeah. Well, she certainly didn't have like anybody teaching her table manners. Oh no. dear God, no. <laughs> she's always putting her feet on the table. Yeah, and then the mayor is being like, no. Mm-hmm. He's trying to teach her manners. He's trying to make her a better murderer. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think he wants what he thinks is best for her. Like, I don't think he wishes her ill. No, of course not. No. I think he cares for her deeply. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a super bad guy, but he's very nice to her. He mm-hmm. arguably is the nicest to her out of everyone in this whole universe. Which is very sad. It's like yeah. a poisoned candy apple, though. Yeah, it's like that's her Giles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and isn't that a sad state of affairs for Faith? Yeah. Yeah. Also on this rewatch, he kept reminding me so much of the guy who played the dad on Seventh Heaven. So oh. I, that adds another level so of creepiness. Yes. Just being like, if the dad from Seventh Heaven was a sociopath, mm-hmm. I feel like a demon sociopath, I feel like this is who what he, he would, would be. like. And he kind of looks like him. Well, yeah. and I think Seventh Heaven happened after. So like, now wow. I wonder if Stephen Collins watched Puffy and was like channeling this <laughs> weird well because he never yeah I don't know I don't want to talk too much about <laughs> no that's a <laughs> I know. Um, I was like if we were yeah, off my hey, head I would probably there, make a horrible joke stay safe um, <laughs> all I gotta say yeah stay safe and yeah uh, stay away from Stephen Collins uh, but the guy who's the mayor was at WeedonCon we were there signing things we didn't get anything signed no, didn't get but anything he signed. seemed like he wouldn't hurt a fly of course not. Children, if you're lost, ask him for directions. It's fine. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> or, or, or don't. Yeah. Or ask a policeman. Just be lost. Just find a policeman. Maybe don't that's ask strangers for directions. I think you should ask a teenage girl. Okay. I think that's your safest bet if you're a lost child. Yeah. Or old lady. Okay. Probably, yeah. What's wrong with like middle-aged women? Yeah. Or like asking Siri. I think a middle-aged woman is more, okay. Yeah, ask Siri. <laughs> <laughs> or just say, hey, Siri, near other people's phones. And they're oh, my God. Like, <laughs> so loud. oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> just walk around, hey, Siri. Like, hey, put, Siri. Like, just go right next to their pocket. Hey, hey Siri. Siri. You just do it in a crowded space and like five phones. You're yeah. like, the closest metro station is. <laughs> um, I feel like we just did an Apple commercial. I think that <laughs> this would work, guys. Let's pitch it. How cute could that be? Like a little lost kid. It's like, hey, Siri. Uh-huh. And then, like, where's my mom? <laughs> I love it. Oh, so sad. Um, um, but then we cut to Buffy and Angel, the like, and like being all coupley and fighting. A I didn't. I didn't like them doing that. Sorry, honey. Yeah, I, I wrote sorry, honey. I did too. I was like, <laughs> when has she all... ever called him honey? Yeah. I think they're trying to like show 
how settled in their relationship they are. So it can be even more painful as they realize that they can't be together and have to break up in the next two episodes. Yeah. And also, I think um, I think Buffy might be doing a thing where she is super happy with the comfortableness that she's feeling with him. So she's like, I'm going to label it right now. Yeah. And like call him honey in this thing. Like people Mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. And then talk about 30 years from now. Talk about being 50 with him. Like that is a girl who is not really being realistic. No. Like she's not thinking the adult thoughts about this. And she's like, I'm in love with him. I can't imagine not being in love with him. Of course, we'll be together in 30 years. And now time for a quick break. Hello, this is Chad Fogelin from Sequel Squeal. If you like listening to two jackasses talk about movies and sometimes give some kind of facts about them with a sometimes famous and otherwise awesome guest, then listen to the Sequel Squeal here on the Nerdist School Network. It's interesting because she seems to have regressed. Mm. Like, both her and Angel have regressed. Because for a while, they were being pretty mature about their relationship. And then... This episode just seems like such a weird throwback to like season two Buffy mm-hmm. and Angel, where they're just like, "Oh my god, we're so in love. We're, you know, teen dream. Like we're meant to be." And I, and I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad that Angel made the decision he did. Yes, I think that they bring that out in each other. I think he's a more mature person, not around her, and I think she's mm-hmm. a person who's a little bit more realistic about things away from him mm-hmm. but that's like that, i mean we talked we opened the episode by talking about love like that's sort of what love is right it's a big delusion it is <laughs> i like how no one argued i made a fairly like a big downer <laughs> okay guys. Today, guys i mean it's a shared delusion sometimes and sometimes it's a shared delusion that can last for years well, and i will say within their delusion when they're in the uh cemetery fighting mm-hmm. off these vamps they seem very happy together they do they i don't do. think complacent yeah. they do but they seem very happy sure. i think they you're right seem happy and i feel like they i'm happy for them that they had and even if it was this brief time between when they got back together this season and now where they mm-hmm. kind of did just get to have a fairly functional relationship mm-hmm. yeah it yeah. wasn't you know and it's like more like i think it's in in prom the second episode where she says mm-hmm. like I'm just giving off on Buffy's like perfect high school moment yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, this kind of is your perfect high school moment. Just your version of it. Yeah. You're never going to have a normal life. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Definitely. Well, and when she's like, and I'm like, this breakup that you're having in the sewer is very high school Buffy. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. You're getting the high school experience. Oh, this very is much. I need to talk to you, but not now. Oh, my God. When oh, you said okay. that, I drew four <laughs> sad faces. I was like, no, no, no. It's, he also I, said sorry, you deserve I, more, which is another like oh, yeah. class. It's oh. not you. It's me. It's, uh, I just want you to have what you deserve. Way to like couch yourself as the fucking hero, Angel. Yeah. Anyway. It's well, okay. We'll, we'll get, get to there. it. We'll get, get to it. it. I um, jumped on I know, forward. but like, uh, um, and then we also have Snyder. Okay, so we're like just popping around because then yeah. we're at school and like- Snyder tries to stop people from eating lunch because he thinks lunch is code for drugs. Well, no, I feel like first we go, we learn that Buffy gets into Northwestern. Oh, that's right. With Joyce, which I wrote, how the fuck did Buffy get into Northwestern? She's always on the verge of like flunking out of everything. Okay, but we're in a world where your SAT scores, we're in fake world, where SAT scores are how you get into college. Okay, I could see, I guess I could see that. But it's still ridiculous. I feel like she would write a good essay. I feel like she would give a good interview, which how many colleges like actually interviewed you? I only had one. I feel like by the time came out and like wanted to speak to me. But I just remember being like, Northwestern's a pretty good school. And yeah. she's constantly like, man, I'm feeling French. 
man, family chemistry. Maybe like, someone in her family, maybe she has, she's a legacy. Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Summers Institute at Northwestern. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so everyone is kind of like, Unsure about their future, yeah, right? Yeah. And like feeling like they should know about what they're doing, but yeah. it everything's very up in the air, yes. both like emotionally, academically, like everything is very. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, that is also a perfect high school moment because that's all about, you know, the search for identity and belonging totally. and, and knowing that you're on the right track. So uh, everyone is questioning their future and Xander wants to be Jack Kerouac. Suddenly. But you know what? What else has he got? What else has he got? He's got nothing. He's not going to get into any colleges. His parents wouldn't pay for it anyway. He's going to have to go to work. Mm-hmm. Why not fantasize about going on a road trip? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... It's one of his affectations I have the least... I had a little bit... Of, I had a lot of sympathy for in these two episodes. He I did lost too. class clown, spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's all he's been training yes. for his whole life, and he lost class clown, and he has no, he has no future. I yeah. mean, we fight... If you if you're a savvy watcher or a rewatcher, you know that his future is starting to reveal itself to him. Yeah, but like he ha- all he has is this because none of his friends are gonna be losers like him. No, none and, of them. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about his like search for identity and like feeling like everyone has a thing and he doesn't have a thing. And it's I get that you know like yeah. you know you feel like you're just like treading water and everyone like seems to know where they're going and you're just like what. What's yeah. for me? What's for Xander? It's very much like the exact opposite of where Buffy is, where she like has all these ideas about mm-hmm. where she wants mm-hmm. to go and what she wants to be, but she can't. And yeah. She has that line just drawn out for her straight yes. yeah. for the rest of her life. And Xander has all this opportunity mm-hmm. and he's just like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Like it's yeah. very, they're like at opposite ends of the coin in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also feel like Kerouac is a weird, like it feels like a little late in time. Yeah. Oh, but I, mean, I we, know. I, I, I feel had, like Bukowski, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, I didn't know any people who were into Kerouac. Oh, in high I definitely school. did. Oh, like okay. I had the friends who were like, oh, "I'm never going to own a rug." Like, yeah, the very uh, interesting. I um, I felt like it for me. I felt like it was a little bit dated because, yeah, like for for me, it was people were always referencing like Hunter S. Thompson a lot. Yeah. I remember that being like a big. Oh God, that's like such a high school boy. Mm-hmm. Like, and then some college boys, and you're like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, then you start to talk to them and they'd be like, yeah, I've seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas three times. And you're like, y- wait, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, he, it's, 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 he's a writer. He's a writer. Wait, what's uh, a book? <laughs> um, oh, uh, it's this thing that they keep where um, the spells are in. Uh, Giles has them. Giles has them. Speaking Willow of him, likes them. Yeah, Willow likes them. Giles has them. Um, <laughs> Giles is proud of Buffy. That was really cute was really when he cute. was proud of her for getting into Northwestern. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cute when they were talking about how Willow was going to go to Oxnard. Yeah. Um, and Buffy was like, that's where they make Giles this. That, that was, was really very cute. cute. Yeah. And she um, was so happy like that Willow could be a little like mini yeah. Giles. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is cute. That's a different show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a different spoiler show. alert that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, but none of these would, characters know they're on a show. I would watch <laughs> that show, like yeah. Willow as a watcher. I would too. It would also avoid some of the things that happen with Willow in the next few seasons that I don't love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like the version of Willow where she cares more about that research than magic yeah. so, is a different Willow, but one I 
wouldn't mind getting to know better. So yeah. what I'm hearing from Ryan is that I just wrote a side story to Buffy that she enjoys more than Buffy itself. That's oh, all, yeah. That's all so saying. and also to the legions of fanfic writers who listen to the show who write fanfic that get we don't on it. get check typing. Yeah, we don't check to see if it's there, but just, it, we can yeah. believe maybe it is. Um, oh, it definitely is. Yeah, it's a Schrodinger's cat situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Schrodinger's cat situation. Um, I actually, I really liked Willow in these two episodes. I, mm-hmm. I, she had been kind of annoying in the past, like just very. I mean, maybe that had something to do with her also kind of feeling lost and not knowing yeah. her identity. But she's yeah. finding her place within the Scoobies, uh, as both like a fighter of evil and as a friend. So I was happy. To see her kind of grow. Yeah, it was like a sneaky Willow episode. Yeah. You don't know it's going to be a Willow episode. And then the third act, she's the one getting shit done. Yeah. yeah. She's the one who gets the big speech and makes the big decision at the end. Yeah. Like it was, it was great. Yeah. Because, sort, you know, the episode's called Choices, but really she's the one who like makes the choice. Like, yeah. Really, mm-hmm. none of uh, things happen to everyone else. Yeah. But she's the one who's like the master of her destiny mm-hmm. yeah. in this episode. And not to jump to the end, but I'm going to jump to the end. Faith makes a choice that I do not agree with, where she leaves her present in that wall. I know. I was like, Faith. She didn't want to have to walk by That's embarrassing. all of that. Really because embarrassing. Because it was like behind. She'd have to be like, excuse me, Wesley, can you just yeah, move? Like, I'm sorry, I'm I just have gonna, to reach. I'm just going to. my reach. some balls, Faith. You could fight everyone in that room but Buffy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And okay. none, of them want to, none of them want to touch you. No, nobody wants to touch her. I think here's the thing. She could have, yes, she could have just like stomped over there, grabbed her thing and walked out. Mm-hmm. But she was feeling very like, yeah, she because does, yeah, she doesn't feel good about her choice. No, and she sees that fucking like spider thing, and she's like, "Oh my god, yeah, this and, mayor." And the mayor's mm-hmm. like, "Come on, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, like she's his dog. Like, yes. come along with me." That um, being said, if I were Faith, I would have grabbed that fucking knife. Yeah, I or I might have said, "Wesley, get me my fucking knife." Yeah, because yeah. like, I might have done that. <laughs> yeah, he's such done. a whip, and she had just basically kind of saved him. So yeah, he... she had saved him. So I feel like he might have done it. Speaking of Wesley, his yes. little pose where he's like, I forbid you to like. Oh, he like crosses yeah, himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I God. Don't, I don't think I realized until I was rewatching these two episodes. He stands like such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. He like wears that suit that looks like he's a little boy Boxy. in his dad's yes. suit. Mm-hmm. And he just stands there like perfectly still like a weird mannequin mm-hmm. in the background of every scene. And even when he talks, he like doesn't move his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was he was off putting. He's, he's very off. putting. He's very yeah. like English. I think, but like, also, very proper, but also so self conscious of every move yes. that he makes. Yeah. Like he's not, and uh, I like how they relaxed ever made the decision to like put Giles in like vests and suspenders, and like he's never in the suit coat anymore because now Giles, yeah, is, is now Wesley's the suit mm-hmm. in the room. Um, so I like that they've done that for him, but I'm just like, like undo a button, buddy. Like, yeah, calm down a little bit. He's going to undo the button and then the leather pants will come out. He'll ooh, become a rogue demon hunter. Ooh, He's got to keep ooh, it ooh. undercover. Yeah, it's because it's all going to burst out. He could be wearing leather pants underneath those pants. Oh, that's pants why he's so big. That's why he stands so still. He's in a full body <laughs> He's got leather like a, suit. He's got a full gimp outfit <laughs> underneath. <laughs> that's why he's into it. so still. Why the suit is so boxy. Um, I did like in the in the scene where Wesley is just kind of repeating what everyone is with everyone's going to and yeah. she goes what are you the narrator yeah <laughs> I liked that I was yeah. like I want to say that to someone it's uh, so sassy and delightful I also really liked that uh, teal dress that Buffy was in which she's in for mm, like the first half the of the episode slip dress yeah yes yeah. it was like I feel like on a person who isn't Buffy Summers or Sarah Michelle Gellar it would look like underwear mm. like cause it is such a slip like there's yeah. no mm-hmm. but like those were popular then too I know but it was <sighs> fun at the, cause normally the show is like super 90s with its wardrobe yeah. especially for poor Xander mm-hmm. um, but I was just like I would wear that dress yeah. I would wear that dress today 
I would wear it, but I would look like a prostitute, so I couldn't. Because <laughs> it gets such a, because it, it's that, it's that underwear it's that fabric. Material. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very like, gathery. Yeah. And it yeah. just like, pulls, like, pulling. it's like, and her boobs are not that. Pulling in all the right places. Yeah. Um, I also noticed, okay, I just thought that this vampire was a real dork when, um, okay, so, uh, Faith is tasked with, uh, picking up that box. Yes. The um, box of wait, Gavrock? Yeah, Gav- Gavrock. Gavrock. So she's tasked with picking up this box. The spider box. The spider box. And she, like, shoots the, the messenger guy. Mm-hmm. And then she gets out her knife. Yeah. And that vampire's like, you know that's not going to cut through steel. That was just shocking to me that that vampire... Didn't figure out she was going to cut his hand off? Yes, yeah. come on. Well, that vampire was also in, like, a weird choker hemp necklace and a Hawaiian shirt, yeah. but appeared to be the chauffeur. I don't know. Yeah. I kept calling him Hawaiian chauffeur. He's wearing a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, aggressive... Uh, I call that dude aggressive face tat. So yeah. he goes yeah. down. Uh, oh, yeah. And and uh, Faith finally gets to use her longbow. Yeah, she like yeah. stole the longbow yeah, like, ages ago, and she yeah. was like, "This is gonna be my thing." And then she, fi- I was like, "Oh, yeah. good for her. She gets to, like try her thing out and murder." But it was such a du- like th- it demonstrated why the longbow is a dumb weapon for a slayer. She should have been in the car, opened the door, and staked him. Yeah, yeah. instead well, she had to like go find a place to hide. Well, because hope that-, that he was gonna ask for them because like she didn't know when she hid where she hid that the guy was gonna be un, un- disagreeable. Yeah. Like I, I think she planned that she was gonna kill him. She was gonna she kill was him even if he was him. just like, Hi, I've got this box. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. go. She why went, why? And the money. She didn't want to have to pay that guy. Yeah. She's trying to make some dollar dollar bills. She, he's also human. He's not a vampire. Is this Yeah, this, that dude was not a vampire. Is this because he's but he stays. Yeah. Is this the second human we've seen Faith Kale? I mean, he she may be something else, but he's definitely not a vampire. Yeah, because she has zero remorse about it. Where oh, she's done. Yeah. Because it just felt like very, to me, it seemed like this was only the second person non-vampire we've seen. I don't her. know if that guy was human. Oh, I, I think he like was a he demon. He may have been some kind of demon. You don't yeah. feel like a human made the decision to get that Get that face tattoo and like, be like, I, like, I feel oh, like he talks. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he wasn't a vamp the way the chauffeur was a vamp. But I think he, I don't, I mean. Okay, that makes she, more but sense. But she is killing, she almost murdered Xander in the last episode. She almost like sex murdered well, him. I don't know that she was gonna. Oh my God. I tried to, okay. I'm not gonna make I you tried, go back no. into the I tried to make that argument and I was overruled. No, I was told no. she was gonna kill him. And she, no, she's not gonna fucking. You think she was just asphyxiating him until he passed out? I think she was gonna take him right to the point and then let it go and then be like, I'm, you know, in charge of whether but you But how does die. she know the point? She's a slayer. I don't know. No, wait, the show is magic. Don't. Who knows? <laughs> Slayers don't know about asphyxiation. I mean, maybe she does. Maybe she does that. She watched YouTube videos. <laughs> she watched some tutorials. <laughs> she knows about how to asphyxiate. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, Willow's wearing a velvet dress. Willow's style is starting to look like adult Willow's style. I know. Yeah. But, then like, it, but then it reverts, right? Then she end. goes right back to the overalls. She's I know. like, I'm going to wear overalls to tell you I'm abandoning all of my prospects oh my to hang out at Sunnydale. Uh, but the like, fun long velvet dress is very like, I'm like a Wiccan. Yes. yes. This is my, my well, name and is looked, Moonchild. Yeah. Yes. I grow hemp in my backyard. Yeah. She, yes. It's much more her than I think these, because I don't think she is that little kid in the overalls. Yeah. No, but I think this not. is her, you know, she's still in high school. She's still becoming who she's going to be. So this is like her first little step towards that. There's no excuse for those overalls. None. That she keeps wearing. She I keeps wrote wearing in my them. notes, uh, this is uh, this is Willow's season of overalls. And this is Buffy's season of headbands mm-hmm. and terrible boxy jackets. Yep. Yeah. She like keeps wearing like these big boxy like duster coats. And I'm like, it's not that cold where you are. No. 
in this well, not okay. flattering she anyone. She has 1% body fat. She's probably cold where she is. But everywhere. she's running around chasing demons, working up a sweat. I think she's cold. I think I she, feel like, I feel like she's cold. I just feel like it'd be much easier to fight the one not in a jacket. That's I probably about true. That too, though, of like, you, if they don't know where your body is, is that an advantage? Is that me or jacket? You yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you punched a jacket. Don't you feel dumb? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really good at fighting, guys. So <laughs> I have so many good. strategies. So good. <laughs> Boxy jackets being one of them. <laughs> That's like the number one strategy. Boxy jackets, Ryan's self-defense method. Um, how did the Scoobies find out about that box again? How do they find out about it? Uh, is it when she's ha- she's hanging out at City Hall? She's like casing the joint, uh-huh. and Faith comes home with the box. That's right. And then oh, yeah, she goes. <laughs> she does a little Mission Impossible wire work. I I was like no the, uh. yeah but that was like yeah how did they find out about the that she had the box I think she was just casing City Hall oh, because that's where right. the mayor and, works and Faith is like no carrying no no the box. she she found the chauffeur guy and she like tortured him she was getting all the information out of him because then she was like I had to introduce him to Mr Pointy that's so she right was, like, okay something that's right Hawaiian shirt how did chauffeur. she find him I think she just was on when she was just hunting? patrolling mm-hmm. um um. Because I wrote Mr. Pointy. I like the yeah. Mr. Pointy reference. Uh, so basically, they're like, okay, the Scoobies are like, okay, we got to fucking get rid of this box. We got to destroy it. And mm-hmm. they know exactly what they've got to do. So they go to get it. And then Willow helps to like dissolve the magic. And then, uh oh, Willow gets caught. Yeah, I don't know where. Was Willow going to get the car ready? Yeah, I Willow don't know why was, she had to leave. She was supposed well because it was going to be dangerous because they were going to, but not on the roof. She could have just stayed on the roof because they were supposed to go back up to the roof. I guess she left where I guess their thought because I think her thought I think the plan was she's going to now go back to the car where it's mm-hmm. the safest, right? As opposed to hanging out on the roof by herself where it's dangerous because presumably that's where she got caught. Oh yeah, I guess not though because Angel was up there for a while, right? And Angel yeah. wasn't supposed to ever go through the roof. Yeah, he was, he was supposed, to stay, supposed to stay up there. He was supposed to stay up there. I mean, and she probably could... Her getting kidnapped was probably inevitable because Angel would have gone to help Buffy. Yeah. She would have been on the roof. They would have gotten her on the roof. Yeah. She, yeah. All right. It was a flawed plan. A flawed so, plan. And I think we see an interesting thing where everyone is like, we've got to save Willow. We've got to save Willow. Yeah. And we would not see this kind of prioritizing in a later season Buffy, I think. I would agree. Like, there would mm-hmm. be much more like how... Wesley was like, this is not, this is not the greater good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in later seasons, you're right. Like they would have been like, no, sorry. Well, and in this one, the way the argument is really ended is Oz destroys the magic. Yeah. Oz yeah. Like the fact that Oz down. is there, I think that that's part of the danger of, that's why you probably shouldn't have a fighting team where two people are in love with each other. Because mm-hmm. they're going to, well, yeah, they're going to, what do you call it? I don't know. That's what they are. <laughs> A crew of people who fight evil. Mm-hmm. But, like, if two people are in love with each other, their priorities are never going to be right. Right. Their priority, like, yeah. Uh, Oz would save Willow even if it meant certain death for himself mm-hmm. or for Buffy. Or for everyone yeah. else in that room, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would save Willow. Over I them. do like how he just shuts that conversation down. Oh, absolutely. Because he's just standing there quietly. Yeah. He has his blonde hair again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just walks over and he's just like, nope. Yeah. And it's effective because everyone's like, oh, damn, like, yeah. uh, you well, broke some shit. So now that, well, because I think they they needed that pot to yeah. do the thing. So it was like, well, yeah. okay, well, now we can't yep. destroy yeah. the box. So yeah, might as well trade it for Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, Willow, who's a bit of a self-rescuing princess in this. Like, she does a lot. Yeah, I wrote, she loves to float those pencils. She does. She I was happy for her pencils. to be able to use her pencil for yeah. some yeah. sort of use. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to just being like, I can float a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's floating. I also like 
I was right there with Faith when Faith was like, anyone else would have gotten out of this room and you stopped to like read books. Yeah. Like I'd written the yeah. same thing. I was like, why are you reading? Because there's no way she could fucking escape. She's too so smart. you think, yeah. You think she, she she was getting information so that she could use the information. You think she's like making the best of her bad situation? Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, think I would have continued to try and escape. But I don't Probably think, but to my own demise. I, also, I would have Vanessa, continued. You are not Willow. True like, story. I think maybe you could get out of that place. You could murder all of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Disclaimer, I don't murder people. Um, <laughs> Vanessa's really good at fighting, and there's a lot of mysterious deaths in Los Angeles. <laughs> do what you, two do what you want with it. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think Willow is the kind of person who that is, and she even says, like, that's how she's a help. Yeah. She's not a help because she can fight a bunch of people and break out of buildings. Like, she's a help because she can look at a book and figure out what of that is going to be helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think volumes. she was, yeah, I think she was doing the thing that was the most helpful in that situation. Saving herself wouldn't have helped anybody. Yeah. I guess I just would have, and maybe that's why Will is a better person than me, because I feel like my need for self-preservation would have kicked in, and I would have been like, I can't be in this building anymore. Okay, it's but- full of people who want to mm, kill me. Yes. I, I mean, don't know that my friends are going to be able to get me. I mean, I would like to have faith that my friends would get me out. You would like to have faith, but you're much more interested in self-preservation and yeah, you don't believe dude. in your friends. Looking but, out for number one. <laughs> but Willow's also- Ryan, in would a- you break into a building full of vampires to save me? I would call the cops. What, what world is this? This is Buffy world? Yeah. We f- and we're facing the apocalypse? And you came out and you were like, I saved myself. And I was like, oh, did you get anything that will help us stop the apocalypse? And That's you're like, you oh, say. no, I got out. <laughs> no, I'd give you a hug. <laughs> And then I'd be like, okay, you'd, you'd give me a hug and then mutter under your breath that useless bitch. Yeah, I'm like, and you would be like, yeah, there were a bunch of books. I kicked them on my way out. I'd be like, what? Where are the books? Oh, I could just be just being like, <laughs> oh, but you just like, oh, you just didn't get it. You just didn't, you just didn't grab any of them though. Oh, wait. No, so but are I, like, they in your right backpack? Where, I know right where they are, like inside. Yeah. If you want to go, ga- I don't want to go back in. Oh, no, no, it's guys- okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. They're like there. <laughs> the of me is like, I like totally saw them. them. <laughs> so like you didn't grab any okay oh okay sure great no no, no. i don't want to um, i don't want to force you to um okay so <laughs> fantastic um, but no i would come for you i mean i do think if we were in come for if you. we were in this world i would call the police i don't think i unless if there if like i had no service or something and you've been like like we're in an uber together and then i get kicked out of the uber and he drives into a warehouse i would go into that warehouse to get you if I had no service. Mm, if I had no service. <laughs> if I had service, I would call the police. I'm just trying to think of a situation where I would have to come for you. So I would come for you like we're an Uber. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, did you watch that last week tonight where they talked about 911? Yeah. You should go after her anyway. Okay. Yeah, so I'll both call. I'll call 911. And yeah, I would come for you. Oh, you know what you should do? I would. Order a pizza to get delivered there. Because they say that the GPS for like delivering pizza that's is better really than. Better. Oh, that's true. Than, all right, I'll order you a pizza, <laughs> and I will awesome. So then, when I'm free, I have snacks. Yeah, yeah. I do. I could picture now that we're talking about this a situation where I go to save you, get there, you are gone. I just already saved guys, my snacks. and the bad guys are like, uh, "Hi," I'm like, oh, "I'm just here for Vanessa." <laughs> I have already saved myself because bitch lives over number one. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay. So I'll just wait. <laughs> and now I have to go in and save you. Yeah. It's a Oh, my God. And it's like a constant circle. Oh, cool. I mean, it would end with my death, I think. No, because I feel like I would go in, ride, and I would get out together. That would be the end of it. (laughs) I'd be like, it's cool. I'll get get myself out of scrapes. (laughs) I wouldn't leave you. 
Um, did you guys notice Faith's face when the mayor says that Buffy's pretty? Oh, it's she's tough. pretty mad. Yeah, which is out of everything that could have upset yes. her yeah. about she hates playing second fiddle to Buffy. Sure. Obviously, that's a big part of the storyline. But to be like, she's pretty. Be like, oh no, but you're pretty too. Like, <laughs> well, and she's Buffy. Like, it's an undeniable. That's just a fact about her. Yeah, she's Sarah it's, Michelle Gellar. Like, she's a gorgeous person. She doesn't want to hear it though. Okay, you know I mean? she doesn't want to hear but, it from her fake dad. I guess if her, I guess if my if my yeah. dad told me like some other friend of mine was like, well, your friend's real pretty. I would be okay, not in a creepy way. <laughs> I think I would be like, but I'm pretty too. I guess so. I think I would be offended, and I guess I'm past it now because I guys, I if my dad complimented you guys, I'd be so happy for <laughs> all involved. But if my dad said like. Oh, she really knows how to like dress well for herself or yeah. like said something that was more like a sounds, thing you yeah. do. Like, cause who, yeah. how pretty you are is like not your thing. Be like, oh, she really like, and my dad wouldn't say she wears flattering outfits, but like, oh, she really is like well put together. That would like hurt my feet. I'd be like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, what, what are you trying to me? say? Is that, yeah. do I not? Yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. Like, or she's so polite. Like uh, behaviors I think uh, are more offensive yes. to me. Um, I wanted to note that the uh, police officer that gets killed uh-huh. by the spider is the security guard that gets seduced by Cordelia in that episode where she and Xander yeah. are going somewhere. Break into the place to steal the rocket launcher? Yep. No. To kill the judge? No, no that's the no. that's the military base. Where, where, military are they, base. where are they? It was like a museum or something. I know exactly the episode you're talking about, but I can't. It was before they started dating. They were, it was when yeah. she, it was the beginning of this season because she's back from summer vacation and they're, and they're like not together because they didn't, they'd be together for summer vacation but they they get like turned on is from it the in like, cuckolding party no no after it was a cuckolding thing it was a cuckolding thing <laughs> let's make sure we uh slow down this tape when we put it in the episode <laughs> so interesting <laughs> say say cuckolding again guys cuckolding. <laughs> cuckolding what if you pronounce what if you like push the second syllable cuckolding 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 <laughs> almost like russian (laughs) yeah it's like the name of a demon cuckolding cuckolding um cool uh um i had a question Mm -hmm. so when willow is in the midst of her escape yeah she says she's looking for a sucking candy which i was like that's adorable and Mm -hmm. like such a 1920s thing to say (laughs) yeah but so she overhears the mayor and faith in the hallway and he's like talking about how buffy's a dog and then mm-hmm. he's like, well, before you can say Jack Robinson, I'm going to kill her for you. And I was like, is that a reference I should know? Jack Robinson. I think it's a saying. And then I was like, did he say Jackie Robinson instead of Jack Robinson? And I went back and listened again. I was it's like, I'm Jack. No, he, he says, says Jack, Jack Robinson. And then I was like, that's not a name I know. That's not a. I get that he's supposed to be like old timey and folksy. Yeah, I think it's a folk saying. I feel like I've heard that saying before. Because I was just very like, before you can. I was like, why would you say Jack Robinson? Well, like, and it. They- in that scene, though, there was something else. I was like, there's something else he should say. Like, he could have said anything. He said, like, before you could say apocalypse, I'll kill her for you. Right. Like, anything would have made sense. Or uh, Jack Russell. Hey. Terrier. Before you can say. Okay. Before you can j- say Jack Robinson. Jack Robinson is a mythical person. Uh, Jack Robinson is a name present in a common figure of speech used to indicate a period of time, typically in a sarcastic manner. The normal usage is something is done faster than you can say Jack Robinson. Uh, can be traced to the 18th century. Okay, so just Who an old Jack According to Gross's classical dictionary, published in 1785, the reference is to an individual <laughs> whose social visits were so short 
that he would be departing almost before his arrival was announced. Oh, my God. The best house guest ever. Yeah. Oh, That's all you want. What a dream. Hello. Goodbye. So Hello, it was goodbye. Just... Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Robinson, goodbye. Mm-hmm. So it was just Ooh. a way to make <laughs> the mayor seem more old-timey and, like, play up the fact that he's 100 years older. Yes. That. Remember That's he says that he married his wife in, like, aught four or whatever. Yeah. There you go. Ugh. Because I wish he says she dies in aught four, so he's way older oh, than yeah, 100. Oh, yeah. He's super old. Great. Because if he was... If his wife died then, yeah. when he was young and she was old. And who knows how old he's got to be he 150 was in 1999 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's ageless forever. He didn't fight Angel on the idea that Angel was older. Mm. Like, Angel's like, I'm so much older. I, yeah, you say you're old, and I'm like way older. And he wasn't like, <laughs> no, he was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, but he also doesn't seem the type to like take up a pissing contest yes, like he's, that. He picks his battles. <laughs> and then Anya comes in and is like, I'm a thousand. Yeah. Screw all of you. I love Anya. Um So yeah, but the mayor's words kind of hit home with both both Buffy and Angel. They can't really like pretend in their little bubble anymore. Yeah, I, I feel like they let him drone on quite a bit, just beating up their relationship. Yeah. And they all just stood around and listened to him. Yeah. Um while Xander stood in the background, I wrote does Xander have a rolling pin? And then I wrote later, oh, an umbrella? And I was like, oh, no, it's a crowbar. And I was like, no, it's a fucking umbrella. He's, he's holding just, an umbrella? He's just, like, ready to fight with an umbrella. Like a... like oh. a. Well, what else is in the cafeteria? I don't know. I also feel like they built that cafeteria set for the, like, school shooter yeah. episode where they were yeah. in the cafeteria. And then they're like, we have a set now. Let's use it again. Let's have them meet there. Because, like, why are why they meet meeting there? in the- Also, and I... I understand, like, you don't want people to get past you, Mm -hmm. but it seems very short-sighted for a police officer to come into a room of people who he believes are armed in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night and lock the door behind him. Yeah, Yeah, that was a weird... (laughs) You're trapping yourself in this room, sir. Everybody's trapped. Like, you could block... I understand standing by the door. And they vastly outnumber you, a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, don't lock the door. Don't lock yourself inside. And also, like, you know this is Sunnydale. Even they could be armed. They could be supernatural people. Yeah, in and which they case are in they fact were. both. Yeah. Yes, armed and supernatural. Um, um, and then so then the <laughs> Snyder comes in with his police officers, and then one of the police officers opens the box, of course, releases idiot. the giant spider bug thing, which reminded me a lot of the creatures that came out of the eggs. Yeah, it was like the same thing, only a different color and bigger. Yeah, it, like moved the same way. Yes, I was like, I feel like you used the same mold. To make mm-hmm. They also owed a lot to the face huggers in Alien. Yeah, yes, like it. Was, that is true. It didn't feel like something I had never seen before. I'll no, it was it was it was kind of tripped down memory lane. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, those like things because when you said the same mold, they reminded me of. Do you remember creepy crawlies? Yes, mm-hmm. those. Yeah, man, those little metal things got hot. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they got hot. You're like, I'm lucky. I don't still carry the scars. Yeah, ooh, sort of like a. In very different, but the Easy Bake Oven got parts of it got way too hot yeah, for children no, to be around. Way too hot. I, I remember because I had an Easy Bake Oven yeah, too. It, yeah, very hot, and the food never turned out well, that yeah, dope. Because you're like cooking a brownie with a light bulb. Yeah, like, here's the it thing: takes though. a really long. Like you just <laughs> it takes twenty minutes to bake one brownie with a light bulb that will be so burned on the top and completely raw and still dough. Okay, but. That means that you're eating something that's mostly brownie I dough. I it's w- fine. <laughs> like, I, it's like, I undercook my brownies yeah. all day yeah. long. I do not mind. I will also say, like, I never had an easy bake oven as a kid. Uh-huh. And my ex-boyfriend, I used to complain about it. And then one year, he, like, bought me an easy bake oven as an adult, as, like, a 25-year-old mm-hmm, adult. And I was like, oh, yay. Mm-hmm. And I used it, like, one time. And I was like, this thing's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> never use it again. It was a very nice gesture. Yes. It's a but toy a stupid thing. that's great 
if you're way too young to touch an oven. Yeah. Because baking yeah. is not that hard. But then you shouldn't touch the easy bake oven either because it also gets hot. Yeah. And super hot. I don't know. I think that when I when I raise a baker, mm-hmm. as I, I hope to do one day, mm-hmm. oh, raise, you a, definitely raise a little will. baker, yeah. I feel like they're gonna look there's gonna learn how to use the toaster oven. Yeah. Sooner oh, because yeah. you can see things rise and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you can monitor it better. There is a handle, but they'll use a pot holder just for mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like I feel like it's made to not burn you and your hands. Yeah. In a way the actual oven, I mean Guys, I sometimes still burn myself. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I I I probably told, I know I told Vanessa this because it was very traumatic. But I had like a cast iron my my pan in there like roasting vegetables, mm-hmm. and I grabbed my pot holder, mm-hmm. grabbed the handle of the pan, and burned myself through the pot holder. Shit, was it a little bit wet? Um, I think it might have been that it was wet, and it was also maybe a shitty pot holder. Yeah. But it was like I thought my hand was safe. Yeah, that's but it was not what safe. a betrayal. Yeah, and then I spilled uh, food all over the bottom of my oven. Oh, I hate. So then that. I was like, Ugh, now I have to clean my oven hard. I uh, <laughs> guys, uh, it's really no, that, it's really upsetting. I exploded a Pyrex Ooh, in my oven. Yeah. You and, exploded a Pyrex? That shit yeah, goes to space. How did I you know. explode a Pyrex? <laughs> I, it was well because I I had um uh I was being stupid. Okay, it was. Did it go from cold to hot fast? It, yes, like was in the oh, fridge okay. or something. Yes, and I had water in there yeah. or no I had ice in there that, okay because I was putting uh fuck I was baking bread and I wanted okay. the steam to oh yeah bread. I do that yeah and it was just one of those things where I I should not have yeah. transferred it like that I should have like had it in room temperature mm-hmm. mistake I stick it in there and then I just hear like the loudest explosion oh my God. I would be so my whole scared. oven exploded. yeah yeah it like expl- it didn't just like crack it like exploded it expo- well so there were like maybe there's one large piece, but there yeah. was no, like, none of it had any of the curve left to it. Oh, wow. So it was, like, and oh. everywhere. And, and I opened my dough oven. too, right? Yeah. Well, the dough was, well, so on top of that was, okay. like, the cookie sheet with, okay, like, sweet. the dough okay. on top. So that was okay. But it was, like, I opened it, I opened my oven, and then all the pieces fell into oh, the crack of the no. of the door. And I was, like, no. So, yeah, I was pretty pissed. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, I learned. You made it through. Yeah. I made it through. Here I am, stronger than ever. Here to tell the tale. Someday I'm gonna have a confection oven. A confection cool. oven. That's my. I mean, all these wow. dreams. I'm gonna raise a baker, but someday I'm gonna be able to bake bread without putting water in my, yeah. my stupid oven. Yeah. Yeah. I also want. I want two ovens. Uh huh. Oh, I want two double ovens. oven Ooh. and the warming drawer. Mm-hmm. The proving drawer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be double under. ovens, guys. Yeah. Great. Next level. <sighs> Next level. Um. So. Yes, the episode ends. The episode choices ends with Willow asserting her choice to be a to be an active part of the fight against evil. Mm-hmm. Not just a Buffy sidekick, not just there because her best friends into it, but like mm-hmm. that's she's committing her life to it. Yeah, which is a nice thing to do. Like it's a it is because it's, it's a selfless thing it's, to do. It's like of. couched very much in a way like, well, this is very convenient for you because like your family is here and all your friends mm-hmm. are here yeah. and like. But your she, boyfriend's here. She does make a very compelling argument for like, no, I want to make the world a better place, and this is how I can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which feels very much like a high school thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I was just like, good for you. I'd forgotten that that's why she stayed. Yeah, I think yeah. I thought like she just stayed because everyone else stayed. No, I like that they give her that because here's the thing: it's a television show. She was going to stay no matter what. Like mm-hmm. that's just how TV works. Yeah. But yeah, of ways to do it, I feel like they did it in a way that makes you happy that she's staying. Yeah. Yeah, because they could have given her the, 
you know, a tragedy. Like, they could have made her stay for other reasons. Yeah. yeah. We could go through all of the teen dramas and all of the dumb permutations <laughs> yeah. people do. But it was nice that it was, like, on a, an autonomous decision. Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't part. even about Buffy. No. Yeah, it was her decision. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I want for myself. Yep. Yes. And that makes makes all the difference. It's, it was a really nice scene. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that when Buffy goes to, like, tackle, hug her, yeah. it's very awkward. <laughs> I actually, I liked their hug. I thought it was cute. And I then they're getting, go, go get some sugar, drink some yeah. mochas. Like, mochas? it was mochas. I like when they're <laughs> French, because there's that scene. And then before that, we have the scene where they're, like, doing the recap of what Willow experienced when she was talking down to Faith. Yeah. And that was, that so, was so cute. cute. Like, that was such, like, a good besties moment. Like, yeah. Tell me what you said. Whoa. That was the lights in this room just flickered. Um, and there was kind of like a it if uh there's a spirit, uh we do have a fourth chair. Spirit, spirits. We could set up a mic. Uh okay. I don't think right. you're supposed to talk to them or invite them in, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you invite them in, nothing bad has ever happened. Yeah, no. I'll be right back. Bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. Oh, it was extra fun because there was danger involved. <laughs> oh, oh those those scary. Um uh, Okay, so should we get to prom? Yeah, let's get to prom, girl. Uh, oh, and we kind of uh actually are teased with the fact that Cordy's working. We don't oh, really okay. know why. Here's the thing, and Xander is a clueless dude, but that outfit that Cordelia is wearing at the dress shop is yeah. a dress is a shop girl outfit. It's a shop girl outfit. Well, it's so unflattering on her. Yeah. It's so like and, not Cordy. And the first time he walks in and sees her there, mm-hmm. she's like hanging up dresses and yeah. there's no one else in the shop. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know why he doesn't assume she's working there because I yeah. just ought as a viewer just assume like, oh, she works at this fancy dress shop, which yeah. seems like something Cordy would do, like get a job at the fancy dress shop. They really the show really makes it seem like if you have an after school job, it's because your family life is shitty. Which is true in this universe. Yeah, I Because none of our people have jobs. Yeah, but it just seemed like as someone who all, who had a That's job true. all the way through high school, Yeah, it was just very like, they are shitting on people oh, no. who work Vanessa, retail. You don't understand. You were poor. Mm-hmm. It I doesn't matter how big your house was I or how many know, vacations you had. You were super poor. Was you like, poor. <laughs> and everyone should have made fun of me for it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's shameful to have a job. No, it is true. The... Here's the thing, though. I think Xander maybe has no conception of how dress shops work. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? Like, as a girl, and so the, I feel like you would know it. I would, if Buffy saw it, I think she would figure it out immediately. Yeah. Willow, same thing. Maybe Oz, because he's smart about people. But yeah, Xander did not pick up the obvious clues yeah. <laughs> of what was happening. Yeah. And also, he doesn't, I don't, I don't even think he really goes clothes shopping. You know, like I oh. think he just roots around in his uncle's <laughs> I drawers. Think I do. Yeah. Although he seemed to walk by this dress shop a lot in the last week or so. Well, once yeah. he saw Cordelia there. Okay. Then yeah. he's like, he's, he's like, doing a like. Is she there shopping again? Yeah. Holding the same dress in front of her? He's also being like, I feel overly mean to her. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. obviously like back at there before they were dating. Yeah. Like we're mean to each other, whatever. He's like cuttingly cruel to her in the first two scenes yes. and I'm like you're the one who cheated and fucked this up mm-hmm. I think she's like, also being super mean too yeah but I feel I, I guess I feel mean. a little bit more like she's justified in it because he broke her heart mm-hmm. whereas I'm like while. I'm, how long do you get to be that cruel like she's being openly cruel to all of his friends forever <laughs> <laughs> don't cheat on me guys what if secretly Bloody Mary was in you this whole time oh my god <laughs> I just tried to make my eyes roll back in my head I couldn't do it <laughs> you did it with sound oh good it's <laughs> my um, <quite> scary noise <laughs> but yes he should have figured out that he should he should be nicer to her 
I do think that that is like a comfortable place for the two of them sniping at yeah, each other. Yeah, I will say, but I just felt like he like took it too far, which again yeah. is a very Xander thing to do. Yeah. To like be like, oh, we're doing this thing again, you stupid whore. Wait, yeah. what? Too much? Too much? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So on to prom. You oh, look like you have something to say. No, but no, no. Maybe you I don't. was trying to remember how the episode opened. It opens with like her, like, do I have funny bed hair? No, it doesn't. It opens with, with her asleep, asleep and, and he's watching her. her. So creepy. Instant Although I, I do love his blanket. I love that kind of blanket. Yeah. I like that kind of blanket. It looks yeah. heavy. I like a heavy blanket. It's like a chenille throw. Yes, yeah. I love a chenille throw. I want it heavy on me. Yeah. I like that. And I, I like, like a puffy. Like in a bed blanket, I like like a down comfort. Oh, like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Blanket. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that was in his bed. But yeah. it is, on a couch, I like. But he's on top of the covers. They made sure to show us that they were fully dressed. Yeah. Top of the covers. Yeah. Yeah. With the heavy blanket. Also, do we ever get into how Angel got this house, which Buffy calls the mansion? I stopped by the mansion and he wasn't there. Like, that's such an annoying thing for her to say. Right. Because it's so, like, you know she's saying that yeah. just to hear yeah. herself say well, the mansion. And in my head, I just went, like, is he, like, Professor X now? He's, like, living with yeah. the X-Men. Like, wait, I'm stopped by the mansion. I think, I thought he was in an ama- abandoned tomb. See, he was no, the last. Was an abandoned mansion. Because remember, oh, he was living we, there with yeah. Spike and Drew. And you know what? People die all the time in Sunnydale. But now yeah. he has, like, a nice. He, he seems yeah, to Yeah, I don't own. know when he went shopping. He, that is yeah, a great question because Amazon shopping. and Ikea online did not exist. No, and they so, close at night. Yeah. So he, I don't know how he furnished his place. Yeah. And he has a lot, like, where did he buy all those heavy drapes? You know what he probably did? Because I feel like this is in line with other things that he does. Yeah. He probably ordered it and, like, paid some guy extra to just stay late so he could come and, like, come by pick with a truck up. and pick it up after nightfall. Yeah, I mean, he's figured out his blood situation. He has. Yeah. Um. Also... If your boyfriend is in bed and he's a vampire mm-hmm. and he's by the window, do not throw open the shades. Although I will like, say the look on his face, I wrote, he is pissed. Like, yeah. oh, should be. He is so mad about that sunlight. Yeah. Well, yeah. She didn't know. She thought it was still dark outside. Okay. Ugh. You know how hard it is to peek first? Just go, oh. I know. Oh. You know what? She's just feeling, like, <laughs> no, she's feeling very, like, flush with love. So yeah, she's she all, is. Yeah, she's and they like, were cute in bed with her, like, little bed head and being embarrassed. Like, the yeah. whole, and him being like, I have no mirrors. And she's like, get some mirrors. I'd like to see myself in your house. No, she's like, we should get some mirrors. We should do that. Like, she yeah. is when she, very do you think much she was, like, when she started talking about dorms, she was, like, hinting, I should move in here. I think mm. she was aggressive when she was just like, I should get a drawer. Like, yeah, bold moves, Buffy, bold moves. They've been together for a mm. while. But still to yeah. ask for your own drawer. And I think there's girls who do that. Uh, maybe none at this table. Maybe the girls but who I like think, the uh, smell of gasoline. I, I might I, I might do that. All right. Well, unknown. Maybe no one on this side <laughs> Un- of the table. Unknown. Unknown. I mean, who knows, right? What the future holds. Well, I feel like I will just aggressively bring a gym bag and put it on top yeah, of your shit. I just be like, like, oh, do you want me to put this I feel away? Like that's, <laughs> that's the girly thing to do. You don't ask for a drawer. You just start leaving your shit oh, in you a know drawer. what it is? Ask for, for or wait. Uh, uh, it's better yeah, to ask, ask for, for forgiveness, forgiveness than, than permission. permission. Yeah, I would uh, I would do that. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't because I like to be able to make a smooth getaway. So I don't need any of my shit over there. Here's what I think, too, is it's symptomatic of her greater... Of Buffy's greater thing of like trying to have an adult relationship oh, yeah, she's, when she's not re- like it's oh, I feel like she, she totally read an article is. in Cosmo and she's like these are the things that a person she's like do. trying to nest with him like yes. playing house yeah she's playing house oh so embarrassing yeah that's and, so embarrassing and, and oh like, my god and she's super like aggressively coupley about it which I yeah. feel like it, which to me just seemed so foreboding of like this is not gonna go well no. I have this friend um 
who sometimes does slip into that couple talk. Yeah. Uh, he was in a relationship for a very long time and then got out of one. And um, he, like, I recoiled when he said this and I oh, felt no. bad. But, like, we were walking. He's like, oh, you know what? We got to get a couch. And I was like, <laughs> don't say that to me. <laughs> yeah. We're super weird. And then he's like, I mean, I got to get a couch. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get a yeah. couch. Uh, be the boss of you. Yeah. You be the boss of you. I mean, you do what you want. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going couch shopping. I'm Honestly, not, just the idea of couch shopping with another person makes me so anxious. I I don't oh. want to. I don't want to. Did you hear about I like how, to pick my, my, my new couch? I bought a new I, couch. Tell the story. Uh, I knew that you bought a new couch. We yeah. talked about it over tacos. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Vanessa, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, tell okay. Vanessa. I so I recently, okay, I recently went through a breakup. And oh, God. These episodes yeah. are like a little yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Was uh, it in a sewer? No. No. But you did open the sh- windows really wide and burn him. Was it why? Did I, you open the windows too I wide? opened them really wide and he got burned. <laughs> and he was like, do you understand why I don't like that you do this? Oh, and you're God. like, uh, and maybe I like, you should leave. And I was like, but we should we should get a couch. Yeah. So, um, oh, that sucks, dude. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, and we live together. So he took the couch and I was okay. like, oh my God, I need to get a couch. So I went and bought a couch. And I'm one of those people where like, if I decide to do something, I'm going to do it instantly. Like my parents do this thing that bugs the shit out of me, which is like they take four months to make a decision. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a couch in 30 minutes. I was like, I want that couch. I'm going to get that couch. So I got it. And then uh, my friend and I had to move it up into my house. <laughs> and um, I have like my living area is on top of my garage. So it's like stairs up. And then the foyer's like stairs immediately turn right. More stairs. Oh, so we yeah. could not get it up there. Yeah. So pivot. What? Weird friends reference. Oh. Sorry, guys. Okay. When Ross oh, tried pivot, to get pivot. Pivot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was the voice that threw oh, me because when she told the story the last time, I was thinking pivot, but I was thinking it like the I voice don't... of a character from the friends, <laughs> not, not a fun imaginary <laughs> voice. Pivot, pivot. Um, but what we ended up doing is I have this balcony in the front, uh, got that couch vertical, uh, covered a trash can in uh, cardboard, put the trash can vertically on top of the of the or I'm sorry put the couch vertically on top of the trash can I got under pushed up pushed up she grabs and then we realize I cannot push it any further <laughs> she's literally holding my couch vertically off the side of, <laughs> of my balcony this man walking down the street's like oh my god do you guys need help and we're like help help so we did get it up we launched that thing up and then shooped it right in and nice. now, have a, dope now new you have a dope new couch there you go Sisters doing it for themselves. Seriously. With the but you did by random dude. Yeah. Random, it was nice that random dude was there. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that you got to pick out your own fucking couch. I yes. Yeah. I don't I don't want to pick out a couch with someone. I don't I, and I think all guys' relationships are compromised. Um but I think certain things you should just like have one person decide. Oh yeah. And then you just like then you uh, you yeah. different things can be different people's decisions. Oh yeah, but, like if you take two people's ideal couch and mush it into one thing, it becomes a monster. It, and it's like a shitty, like n- no one's happy with that. Right. Couch Whereas, then. like one mm. person be happy with the couch, and then another person can be happy with the dining room table. No, it, that is totally my dream, right? To have someone come home and be like, "Oh, like I got these like cool prints," or like, "Oh, I yeah. got this cool thing," and then just putting it up. Yeah. And yeah. then being like, "This is how we share our interests." Right. Instead yeah. of like, let's let's find a consensus yeah so on a have, print in the living room so it's have like, a cool. space that's half you oh and God. half them as opposed yeah. to something that's 50 50 mesh of weird. oh my gosh you guys yeah. it's love right yeah <laughs> guys, it's love oh it's my love. god it's love we, oh, fixed, oh, we figured it oh, out oh, all right guys full circle full if you, circle if you want to fall in love buy your own couch buy your own damn couch great 
And also be accepting that someone's going to have that couch and bring in the armchair of your dreams. It doesn't, you know, sure. don't give up all of your seating to this other person. No, of course. Yeah. You got yeah. to bring in your own seating too. Yeah. Have a, have a little you. footprint yeah. in that living room. Mm-hmm. Or live alone forever, and all the shit in my apartment's mine. No. And I love all. Oh, yeah. like I, I was just that was my thought was like, if I had to, and I have a fairly small place, but if I had to live, take my stuff and someone else's stuff, my stuff is so me now. Yeah, like if if no, you had, don't get rid of it, what am I gonna do? Like I have this sad chickadee that's painted on wood that Vanessa made me buy. Oh, I did make her buy. <laughs> it's like the saddest, weird seventies like duckling painted on like uh, but i think that's gotta go it's probably gonna go what no, no that's forever that you can hang that in a bathroom that's a great bathroom piece oh my bathroom's she gonna be a flamingo, to have a flamingo bathroom. <laughs> oh wow Vanessa does this funny because i i love a like tacky tchotchke flamingo thing mm-hmm. yeah i and know so I've, that <laughs> I've, like collected but them. eventually she's going to uh corral them and and put them all in bathroom jail and they that's all have thinking. to stay and so in they'll the just be like a crazy bat like the powder room. that's fun so like Guests will be like, oh, so like flamingos. crazy Aunt Ryan with the flamingo bathroom. Yes. Oh, oh there's also a chance, depending on where my life takes me, great that my craft room would become Flamingo Town. But I like it better if it's all in the powder room because then it's just one tacky place. I yeah. think I think, and we've talked about this before, you have too many flamingo things currently to have in one bathroom. I also have salt and pepper shakers, which would be very weird in a bathroom. You could put bath salts in them. Ugh. And shake them out a tiny little <laughs> amount. You're gonna be in there for hours. You're in there for hours, and it's it's like how big are your salt and pepper shakers? Like one salt and pepper shaker is not even enough for, for a bath. Yeah. Okay, maybe not bad. Maybe like soap, like flake soap. Do people huh? use that for their hands? Ever? Like borax? Yes. What are we in like 1972? Like, like, wash your oh, hands with common. Oh, what? <laughs> what about like? Potpourri is the salt pepper shaker. Okay. You shakers. took so long to say potpourri. I did not know what you were going to say. You're like, pope. I was like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> like a nice smelling thing. I feel like you would and have to just have like, put them on a tray with other flamingo things and just be like, and these are random flamingo things. You could put sea monkeys in there. But you couldn't they're see not, them. Oh. <laughs> they're not see-through. It's oh, like oh, 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 oh. they're little, they're squat flamingos. Okay. Um, one is a dude. They're a man and a woman. Uh-huh. The woman, I think, has a, uh, like, one of those circular floaties. Okay. Oh, they're yeah. like flamingos at the beach. Classic flamingos Classic. at the beach. <laughs> and those, I think he has a hat. They're like retired Florida flamingos. Oh, yeah. They're definitely, like, elderly. There's, like, senior citizens. I think one of them has sunglasses on. They live in the Did dream. you put toothbrush in there? It's like the holes no, are sh- like... Oh, wait. Yeah, they have holes. salt and pepper holes. Oh, right, 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 right. I keep forgetting that they're salt and pepper shakers. Guys, we have... I currently live in a studio alone. Uh-huh. So this fancy powder room of my future, we have time to talk about it. Okay. Well, we we'll can, just do we'll a weekly... In. We'll do a weekly update. Yeah, okay. we'll check in on your uh, flamingo situation. Flamingi. Um, um, okay. <laughs> sorry. So back to the episode. Oh, I wanted to say that I wrote, she looks stunning. Probably it was Cordelia. Yeah. She does look, in these two episodes, she is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. And I feel like she's been working. Her arms are like, yeah, I think she's toned. I'm a toned arms. Yeah. She looks like she's doing, and what is it? It's like the late 90s. I think she's doing like Mari Windsor Pilates. Yeah. Like I think she's um, Tracy Anderson. Maybe. Is that a little bit too late? I think it was a little pre, unless like a young Tracy Anderson. Young Tracy. Like straight out of physical. She was like doing so many step aerobics. Yeah, but like. Everything is like high and tight and yeah, lean, long she looks lines. Great. 
Like, her tan is great. Her hair is great. She keeps oh, doing the like updo. messy oh. updo bun thing, yep. which I'm just like, oh, I wish my hair would do that. And when she had her hair in a pony, I was like, oh my God, she has so much hair. Yep. Yeah. She has so much beautiful, beautiful hair. Yeah. Yeah. She's Ugh. the best. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous woman who is too old for high school. You know who mm. else too old for high school? Anya. Yeah. So she walked I was over that. to ask Xander to prom. Xander in his little shirt with the weird ruffle by the buttons. Yeah. Um, I was that. And I was happy to see Anya again. I like Anya. But I was just like, she looks like she's in her 30s. How does anyone believe you're a high school student? Here's the thing, though. Yes, we talk about Never Been Kissed. We talk about these movies. Yeah. But in real life, you just accept, accept yeah. people when they show up in your high school class yeah, that they're in high school. True. You don't go, wait a minute. I actually friend. remember oh, there yeah. was a girl at my school, like a new girl that came to our school, who just looked like a beautiful 30-year-old. Oh, wow. But we all bought it. Because she was, I mean, I think she was a teenager. Well, then she wrote that tell-all book about your school. Yeah, yeah. then she wrote that, yeah. Fast times. Um, <laughs> we had a guy who came to my school when I was a sophomore, and he came and joined our class, and he looked like he was in his 20s. And I mm. remember being like, this kid's way too, I don't know why he's in high school. This is like, his <laughs> way too old to be in high school. And I was like talking shit about yeah. it, and then found out later that like something had happened to him, and he had been held back <gasps> two years when he was young. So oh, he really was no, like twenty old. years old. Oh, interesting. Poor guy. But I was just like, he is too old to be here, and he was like, yeah, because like I yeah, got held back a couple of years. Yeah. So I, I my, I, my whole family died in a fire, and I was in a catatonic no, state for two it years. Was, it was like he was like. He just couldn't, didn't get it. Like second grade was just really, really hard. Sure, for him. but he probably didn't need someone to point it out. <laughs> I know. I felt like a real bitch about it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, um, but and you know who's also kind of a bitch about it? Anya asking Xander out. Mm. But I think it's here's the thing. Anya hasn't had soft attraction feelings in a really long time. Yeah, she's like, I've got all these emotions. And she I doesn't know what to do with to, them. To have a thousand years of not ever giving a fuck about mm, anyone else yeah. and then have to be dropped into the body of a 16-year-old with your 16-year-old hormones. Totally. That would be hell. Yes. Yes. I also feel like she asks Xander to prom because it's literally like the only boy she knows. I yeah. He seems the least likely to go to prom with her. Okay, I think that's true, but I also think she's attracted to him. Yeah, she I young. think she likes him. I think she, she, I think she likes him. I she think she says something him. to that effect. Yeah, right? towards the end of the awkward, like they yeah. have that. But like, I think she, I think she doesn't know what to do with it, and she is used to hating all men. Yeah, but I think she is. I think he's her. You know, I think he gives her the butterflies yeah. or whatever. And she does not know how to deal with those. No, no. Um, she orders. She's like, whatever. This is lame. Go to prom with me. Yeah, yeah. And then Sandra <laughs> makes the awful masturbation joke that just goes on way too long. Where the he's like, "This uh... is my girlfriend, and it's my hand." And then he's like talking in a voice. And I was like, do we have to talk about Xander masturbating for like a solid four minutes? Do you think it was the kind of thing that where they were like, how we're going to get this past? Because this is like a pre-basic mm-hmm. yeah. cable talking about sex like all the time. The so like maybe it was trying to be risque. Whereas now you would just like make a more obvious masturbation joke and move yeah, on. Maybe. Because he it did one call line. it his sock puppet. He wasn't like, this is my girlfriend, my hand. Yeah. Paul right. Mola Henderson. But uh, <laughs> I remember that was a I good remember joke that. when I was in high school. Uh, yeah. It was like I a, forgot that joke. Yeah. And then, also, it was a diss a lot of times, Ryan's right? Ryan's like legitimately laughing at Paul Mola mm-hmm. Henderson. No, because right like it brings back real memories yeah. that I really had buried. I, yeah. That, you're transported. Right? I'm transported. You're transported. Um, yeah, I remember that being a diss. Like, people being like, oh, have you met his girlfriend, Pamela Henderson? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Also, okay. And this is a fact. I know I always make us talk about clothes. But in these two episodes, and maybe it's because I'm trying to buy a pair of Adidas superstars, <laughs> everyone is wearing Adidas sneakers. Yeah, they were about it. Yeah. So many, like, Willow's wearing them. Xander wears different pairs. 
everybody's into Adidas. Yeah. Are you wanting to get those teal on teal ones? Yeah. yeah. They're they're kind of expensive, but I was thinking about like they could be my show shoes. Yeah, they're nice Ooh, shoes. Wouldn't that be fun? Ooh, that is a fun shoes. thing. And then I can make everyone else on the team. Ryan was talking about she was going to okay. open every performance <laughs> with, look at my shoes. Okay, yeah. that doesn't sound like me. That sounds like a joke Vanessa made. <laughs> and as it, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's 100% what she said she was going to do. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm going to deny it if you try to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. So then we go to Angel's mansion, the mansion, uh-huh. uh, where Buffy has left her book, where she's doodled Buffy and Angel forever. Ugh. But she also has doodled her own name multiple times mm-hmm. across the book. Like Buffy. the Buffy says, like, Buffy, 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 Buffy. Buffy. I was like, did you guys ever doodle your own name? First of all, did you ever doodle like a boy name? Because I never did that. I didn't That's a that. very TV tropey thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I've never done that. But I also never just wrote like Vanessa, Vanessa all over my I, book. My name was on it at least once. Because yeah, I, I did have the once. thing of like, if I lose it, I got to be able to find it. Which now I don't write my name on the outside of all my things. Yeah. But I definitely like my, like my, uh, First five star first gear or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. I, it had my name on your it. trapper keeper. I don't think that okay, had that, on the outside. The five star thing. I remember people using like either whiteout yeah, or yeah. like metallic kind of that yeah. metallic sharpie. So I think I would put my name on a on a spiral notebook like that on the outside. But again, it was dumb. Who was gonna take it? it yeah. It, if I lost it, I lost it. But yeah, I would put my name not more than once. Did you guys ever do that thing where you take the Wrigley's wrapper? And like, oh, you peel off peel the silvery off the part, silver and you yeah. put the silver That's all over cool. your shit. I used to do it on my oh. nails. I used to give oh myself my God, silver nice. nails, like foil nails. Did it like come off quickly? Um, I mean, it would come off like the next day. Yeah. But if you were like super bored in math and could get one whole hand done, you would have it the whole day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Although, so if you got caught, it'd be like. Stop fucking doing your nails in the middle yeah. of math class. Yeah. <laughs> and leaving little silver filings. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. It would make such a mess. <laughs> yeah. But, like, wasn't it such a, like, satisfactory feeling, like, once you got, like, your whole notebook covered? Yeah. I remember, yeah. like, finishing that and being like, oh, my God. It looks so good. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm chewing so much gum. So <laughs> 50 pieces of gum in my mouth. <laughs> so uh, many cavities. But, yeah, I, I feel like I... I think I've written people's names to be ironic or make a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, because we've talked about yearbook pages and how mm-hmm, you would, like, mm-hmm. do a whole page of a friend's yeah. yearbook. I feel like in there, I would probably be like, you and so-and-so forever. Like, like so I think yes. I've drawn a heart and put names in it. But I don't think I've ever put my name and a dude's name Sincerely. in a non-ironic manner. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever done it. Like, I've like when I was in a relationship, I, like, yeah. got gifts that were, like, the two of our names sure. together. But I don't know that I ever did that. Yeah. To other people or like for myself. Like I would never have written like Vanessa. Would you wouldn't say like Tom from Cruise us? Forever. <laughs> That's who I was obsessed that... with in high school, guys. Tom Cruise. It's I think you it. could still have him. He's single, right? I could, but I don't want him anymore. <laughs> I think you guys would have a really great relationship. I think he would teach you a lot of things that you don't know about Satan's. <laughs> and I would never see you again, but I would and no, that's a lie. You would never see me again. I would see you all over the Us Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so then. Yeah, don't date Tom Cruise. It, yeah, I'm, I won't. I'm okay. Um, so Angel finds a notebook and it's just like, ugh, she's doodled my name or whatever. Like, she really loves me. Like, he didn't realize they were in a real relationship until he sees it on the notebook. I think he forgets because they, I do think they really love each other. I, but I think he sometimes forgets that she is an immature child. Yeah. That's what I think it was. Like, I think he yeah. forgets that she's 
because uh, we don't forget it because we're like, yeah, she's in fucking high school, dude. Yeah, You're dude. an old man. But he, I think he, because he loves her, like forgets she's the kind of person who would put fucking Angel forever. Forever. And also, like, I think these past two episodes oh. have served to remind not only Angel, but us. Because, mm-hmm. like, sometimes you do forget, like, this because they look, you know, like right. beautiful 30-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, then you're like, oh, my God. They're in high school. Like, she's trying to go to college. Like, she's, mm-hmm. like... She has not she figured is, her shit out. She's yeah. really worried about prom. Yeah, prom. She's really worried about and prom. And she's really worried about having this magical high school m- moment, which I think is the ultimate in... That's how you know you're a teenager. If yeah. you're like, I just want that... Ma-, like, you made this moment up. This moment doesn't... Yeah. One, yeah. no one owes you this moment. If, the more you get worked up about getting this moment, yeah. the less likely you're going to have it. Like, I, want, I just want that magical moment. It's just such a, like, cinematizing your life sort of thing that yeah. teenagers do all totally. the fucking time. That's why yeah. prom sucks for a lot of people. Oh, it super sucked for me. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, so, but so then, Joyce shows up. Yeah. So, Joyce knows where Angel lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Comes over, like, oddly touches his sculpture, which I was a little bit like, oh, Joyce she and Angel tummy. could, like, talk about art because Joyce works oh, at the I gallery. Oh, I think they could yeah. be friends. In another world, I think they could have gone on a date. You think and, in another world, they could have been lovers? <laughs> I think she's too much of a prig. I don't think she she would have oh, dated him and then she'd be like, you're too young for me and moved on. Interesting. But I thought so. <laughs> not that I've ever thought about it. <laughs> not that there's any fanfic out there about it. <laughs> uh, so Joyce comes over. Joyce slash Angel. <laughs> to come over and basically tells Angel, you have to break up with Buffy. She's never going to break up with you. I like how he gets so defensive. He's like, that thing that happened before where it won't ever happen again. Yeah. Like they. Yeah. He's so. It's so funny because we had a scene with him just a couple episodes where and where he was pretending to be Angelus. And he was so like friendly and charming and nice yeah. to Joyce. But his real self with Joyce is such a dud. Like he's yeah. so, or not a dud. That's but he's like he's like kind of guilty and squirrely and defensive. Well, if you were two hundred years old and dating a sixteen year old, you'd be squirrely around her mom yeah. too. And she shows up head to toe in brown. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. wearing brown tights, brown shoes, carrying a brown bag, brown dress, yes. brown shirt. It was brown like, hair with like brown turtleneck with like a uh, sienna orange necklace. It's yeah, like right in that brown. She's family. got a real like Ken Burns look yeah. going on. <laughs> She thought it's monochrome day at the yeah, gallery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I th- but she's makes a compelling argument for him. Yeah, and it made me realize how open minded she's been about their relationship up until that mm-hmm. point. Oh yeah, because this is the first time we've really seen her come over and be like, "Look, maybe this isn't for the best." Yes, when like she knows that he's way older, he's a vampire, and that they can never have sex or it would be end of days shit. Yes, yeah. Well, even like separate from the literal sex part, but like he he has it within him to go rogue yeah, and evil and try to murder her. And he demon, did already. There's a demon inside her that if released yeah. would be focused on nothing other than making her daughter die a horrible slow death. Yeah. Instead yeah. of feeling like she's dying a horrible slow death, which is what happens when he oh, breaks up. With when she is crying, though, I mean, that, like, I remember feeling like that oh, yeah. in I, high school. I wrote, oh. like, we've all been there. The, like, oh, I can't God. breathe. I feel the like I, I can't, can't breathe, breathe thing. Oh. Yeah. Were you, oh, Apparently, God. I, I just, like, oh, God, to be 16 and, and break up. Have with, a heartbreak. Yeah. Apparently, Sarah Michelle Gellar, after the, they filmed the sewer, sewer sheet, sewer, scene mm-hmm. had to take like a 25 minute break because she was like crying so hard like she Aww. wasn't ready for whatever the next shot was like she like had to take a yeah break. i mean like, i get it yeah and she brought it i feel like they both brought it in that scene yeah 
That breakup yeah. scene was like, again, we did, talk, we kind of referenced it earlier of him being like, we need to talk, but not now, which, fuck you. If you say the term, we need to talk. Oh, yeah, we're talking now. We're talking now. now. Yeah. We're talking. And then his, his, you deserve more angle. Which oh, my God. It, I think he really believes it. Yeah. But golly. And she was being so cute before he breaks up with her. He's like, can't you, this just be the vamp that got away? We could tell everyone it was this big. Like, yeah, that was such a so cute. cute. And of course, yeah, it's like such a Whedon thing to have her be like yeah. so like innocent, sweet, yes. cute yeah. to be then demolished, yeah, right. demolished by yeah. Angel. I also thought it was interesting, like leading up to that scene, there's the them as getting married. Yes. Um, which I was just like, they are such a good looking couple. They are so good like, looking. Like him in the tux, her with that tan. Oh, yeah. the and dress, that dress and the, off the perfect. shoulder. Yeah. Oh. I was like, for a show that is so 90s, this dress is amazing. Yeah. I don't it's think I would have done the long sleeve. <laughs> no. Because it was a long sleeve. But I was like, other than that, this is a gorgeous wedding dress. His, her tan is like popping. Yeah. yeah. His jacket is a little long. It's very 90s. That was like yeah, a thing, that was like a monk's jacket or whatever. But like, yeah. that is the only thing that dates it. But no, they're a they're great so looking couple. They're looking couple. I also like to have this, you obviously realize it's a dream. It's yeah. some sort of like fantasy sequence or whatever. And then to have it it come out of it and realize it's angels yeah. like nightmare and that yeah. she's she's burning. the one who burns yeah yeah i was just like that's a nice like switch on it mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed that that little moment i yeah. felt like they should model for like modern brides yeah yeah so, they so pretty. great looking uh but it also is such a great way to prepare us so that we see his side in yeah. the breakup because the breakup is kind of cruel i mean he, she says i want my life to be with you yeah and i think it's hard because I don't. you really have to go from like one in the last episode you end with like the mayor giving them that big speech about like you'll never be happy or yeah. whatever yeah. and he says in that speech like you like i don't foresee any like afternoon picnics and then mm-hmm. the episode ends with like him trying to give her a picnic yeah. in the great like mm-hmm. you see them trying to make a relationship for themselves to then in the next episode be like oh no this has to end mm-hmm. yeah um i did have a question for you girls yes so within the sewer breakup scene and he's breaking up with her and obviously it's very hard for him but how much of that do you think he was doing for her and how much of it was for him uh, the breaking up or the... the ending of the relationship that like I'm going to move to California. Do you think it was 100% selfless? Her life is too wrapped up in me. I have to let her go. No, I think no, I think definitely part of it was for him. Yeah. Like because him seeing her unhappy hurts him. Him knowing that he someday will represent will be rep- will be resentment for her. Yeah. Like him knowing like those kinds of things and being like I'm just setting myself for what to like become more entrenched in like this thing and make it harder in the future. Like, I think he, yes, a lot, like I would say 70% of it probably is for her, but I think, yeah, he, I think he, he needs it just as much as she does. It's hard. Cause we are rewatching. So I do know yeah. where things go. Uh-huh. Um, but I think something that else that the mayor said is at least a little bit sticking in his craw. The idea of you came back from hell so you could hang out with your girlfriend. That's yeah. not why you're back. You know that. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that is in his mind. He needs to figure out what his purpose is. Yeah. And his purpose isn't to be Buffy's true love. And no. I think if he were younger or if he were more like Buffy, I think he could tell himself that that was his purpose. So I think there is a part that not is selfish. I guess it's selfish. He's take, But he has to figure out yeah. why he's here and what he's here to do. Yeah. You're but so again, right. I, like I have in, the foresight of having seen yeah, where everything goes. But in goes, a way but... that like like Willow had that awakening in the last episode. Yes. Like mm-hmm. he sort of has to. Because I just felt like when he was breaking up with her, he was making it very much like, 
I'm doing this for you. Yeah. And as I was watching it, I was like, don't put it all on her. Mm-hmm. This is for you too. Yeah. yeah. Like this is hard for you and you are sad about it. But yeah. like you want you want out at this point. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you that's... know you need out okay, at this point. But that's breakup one on one. I you don't say to a person, yeah, being with you is stifling to me. So oh, for I mean, my sake, I gotta get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> maybe, that's right. not how maybe, ryan breaks up with i people. guess i i did call it breakup 101 so maybe i have not gotten to the advanced classes <laughs> where advanced you study breakups <laughs> yeah. but i do feel like it's and maybe it's like uh maybe it's just a selfish way to break up too is it's easier to come up with a noble reason or a reason of course because that's like the yeah. nicest to right? hear because yeah. they do get to the point where she's like i want my life to be with you and he's like i don't yeah, yeah, and, and he does think, like, I think that's it. It's the like, and that's the only mean thing he yeah, says. Yeah, he's nice that. the rest of the time. And like, I feel like it's also within this breakup scene where she says something about like the next thirty years together or something. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking. Most, what do you think the average age that a Slayer dies is? It's probably fairly young. He could have stayed with Buffy for the rest of her yeah, life because yeah, she could die at twenty two, at twenty five. I mean, that's probably average. Mm-hmm. Sorry, now she's about built the for more. No, and. But I, I think he could have. And I think it's possible he could have found his purpose through that. But it's also, golly, I don't, when you're the age that Buffy is, like, you're not ready, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I know people do it. I know people fall in love when they're in their teens and then get married and not, and like, but like, that's hard. Yeah. She it has is hard. stuff she needs to figure out that's separate from him. And he would hold her back. Yeah. Yeah. And he has stuff he has to figure out separate from her. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And I just feel like he needs to, he should have put he more should of the own onus that, of yeah. that in the conversation. Yeah. Yes. He should have been like, look, you need to go be you and I need to go be me. Right. Because he made it very much like, I'm doing this for you because I'm a good person. It's like, yeah. Not but you. like, he doesn't have everything figured out. Yeah. No. Um, also, like what you were saying earlier, Ryan, I think uh, with uh, uh, that, like, his purpose can't be to like help her. And I, yeah. I think that's really true. And we're kind of seeing that. Uh, which we kind of touched on with all the characters who are like finding their their place as themselves mm-hmm. rather than like as serving another person. Yeah. And like we actually saw Angel believe that his purpose was to help Buffy mm-hmm. when he first came to Sunnydale. Yeah. When he was first like, okay, like uh, when uh, that fucking dude that helps him. Who's that dude? Sounds uh, like Willie. Whistler. Yeah. Uh, when Whistler's like, you're destined for something more mm-hmm. and then angel like looks to buffy and is like oh that's what i'm destined for mm-hmm. um which is like helping this slayer and then probably falling in love with her blah, blah blah uh but then he gets sent to hell and i think that kind of like reset yeah everything and he's kind of like oh shit uh i it must be something else like i well, can't and he was brought back from hell yeah for reasons unknown yeah um yeah i think he's got a lot going on in his head i don't think you're i think you Vanessa, you're right that he's not being like totally upfront about them to her. No, he's trying. But we've to... also and and maybe and again, this is if you've listened to this podcast, you know my philosophy of breakups. The person who's breaking up is already fucking out. They're done. There's only so yeah. much talking that can solve this because the person who's out is fucking out. I feel like when yeah. he found that Buffy and Angel Forever on yeah, the that was book, the end. I feel like and then Joyce oh. came in and just laid on top of it. And yeah. I feel like, it's like in that moment he was just like, I'm done. Yep. I'm fucking done. And then he has a nightmare and she's dead. He's like, Okay, got it. I got it. I get it, Psyche. Oh I'm done. I get it. And and Buffy just keeps being like, The prom, the prom, the prom. Oh my god. Every time she says that, it's like another nail in that coffin. Oh yep. my god. And then she's like talking to her friends about it. She's like, We all have dates. And I'm like, Oh, I just oh, feel like you're setting sweetie. yourself up for some heartbreak. Don't you remember homecoming? 
<laughs> yeah. By the way, Sunnydale loves like an organized dance. They there do. There's so yeah. many episodes. Like there was a homecoming episode. Yeah. I think it's even this season. Mm-hmm. Like obviously Buffy. End of the first season is like yeah. sort of a prom. It's the spring fling, right? Or yeah. whatever. They like love to they... get everyone together at a dance. Yes. Though also... this time it's not at the bronze. Yeah. No, so I was confused the... by that. It's in the gym. Yeah. Did... I feel like in TV shows and movies, a lot of times is always at a gym or, or the, like the, the school center. auditorium yeah, or auditorium, something. Yeah. But I feel like when we were in high school, it was a lot of times like at uh, like they would a the venue. school would rent out a venue. Yeah, yeah. Middle school dances we had that in our multi. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We had that in our cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Slash cafetorium. Cafetorium. Mm-hmm. I love a cafetorium. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was weird, but I was just like, well, I guess they just want to like have it. My high school was way school. too big to put everyone yeah. in the gym Bars or too. put everyone in. It, mm-hmm. it would have been kids. like fire code. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Like uh-huh. we couldn't get everyone in the auditorium all at the same time. Like mm-hmm. there were too many kids at my high school. Oh, then we find out that Tucker and David are breeding hellhounds to attack people in formal wear. Yeah. And they say the term formal wear like 30 times. Yes. Yeah. Well, they have to wear. cover it's male wear. and female yeah. outfits. Yeah. And there's no other words for that. Also, that guy. could be like tuxedos and fancy dresses, yeah. but that's a lot more words. It was just funny because, like, Cordelia said it, and then everyone in that room picks up on it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, that makes sense. She, like, works at the fancy gown shop. And then when Buffy goes to, like, attack Tucker and stop the hellhounds, he also says formal he, wear. He's like, you think these hellhounds go crazy <laughs> for formal wear? Wait till they see the disco ball. <laughs> um, I did find the videos that he was watching interesting he's like watching like four things that have prom in the title mm-hmm. yeah. he's watching Carrie mm-hmm. and he's watching Pump Up the Volume yep, Pump Up the Volume hey yep. guess how many dances there are on Pump Up the Volume zero zero, zero. dances zero there are no dances I mean is there it, formal wear no music it's about like an underground anarchist radio program sort of like this one <laughs> <laughs> except but we're it, not breeding hellhounds uh, yeah no. but it's don't like, check really mm-hmm. don't need to come I, and look for them mm-hmm. there I think might be a pep rally in it but there's no, like, it is not a prom movie. Interesting. There are so many, they could have, I mean, even 16 Candles is not a prom. There's a dance. Maybe it's an like, inside joke. No one is, it's just so weird. Because it's like, Carrie, definitely a prom yeah. scene. <laughs> prom night. Definitely I mean, a prom titular scene. scene. But like, yeah. And then Pump of the Volume, which spiritually, like, I think he was just watching that for his own enjoyment. Oh, okay. He just was like, you know, you know <laughs> yeah. what? These guys deserve a break and should watch this enlightening yeah. film. It's, have you guys seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, guys. Uh-huh. It's Christian Slater. Uh-huh. He like he like I said, it's an underground radio station. And at night, he's like this fucked up guy who like talks about jerking off and like plays a badass jock? punk music. He's like a punk. He's like a shock jock, but like n- on an underground radio station, okay. like a CB radio so he's station. Like, hey. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm gross. <laughs> I'm like, so badass. And then during the day, he's like super quiet, and nobody ever at school, no uh, one knows him. Duality. And then people, I think he does like call in, so like people will call him and be like, I'm depressed. I might commit suicide. And he's like. I understand why this town is fucked up. Your parents are <laughs> fucked up. Hate oh the establishment. God. And then it, it's amazing. And Samantha Mathis is in it. But there, it's not a dance. There's, no. It's not about prom. So it's about like being anti-high school in high school. A hundred percent. And also being made you into a what? folk hero so, for that. That's so what? tonally. Yes. Tonally. And you know what? This is his like swan song yeah i think right. he might have seen pump up the volume and like i want to be yeah. at at my high yeah. school so, so he I'm... probably watched that first and then was like oh i should do this dog thing yeah, yeah. and didn't return any no of the it's just there because no. they're all rental boxes and, yeah and and he goes like like she sees all the movies and she's like oh this is how you're brainwashing them into attacking people and i was like how 
Yeah. By showing like, them Carrie. And then well, what? I, I guess like giving them treats. Form, yeah. It's like negative and positive reinforcement. Oh, okay. Because they like don't go into if She's like, oh, this is how you're doing it. And I'm like, how? How yeah. are they doing it? Also, they're in like chicken wire cages. I was just going to say chicken wire. It was yes. very like, you should have invested in some stronger. Just well, get one of those break, like they, One things. of them breaks out. Yeah. Yeah. That's how when Cordelia is at work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, also, they call that guy that gets attacked a kid. <laughs> I was like, that's a man. That's like <laughs> the manest man. He was such a man. He was like fucking, uh, uh, what's his name in Sex, Lies, and Videotape? James Spader? Uh, yeah, he's like him. Like a man. <laughs> okay, Pretty in Pink. That's another movie with a prom in it. Yeah. Look, there are a lot. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much every movie except Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> um, I also find it interesting that hellhounds eat brains. I that was weird. That. I would not have thought that no. either. I was thinking like a muscle situation. Yeah. Well, I was just, just thinking anything. like, oh, I'm just bent on destruction. I'm yeah. just like a, you know, right. a berserker like a kind of a guy. Tasmanian devil sort yeah. of situation. I eat everything. Yeah. Just the brains. Huh. Here's the thing. I would think the opposite. I would think they would incapacitate everything but your brain so that you could still feel the pain of hell. Because like if your brain gets eaten in hell, who cares? I'll go to hell with a lobotomy. Yeah, you're not it, knowing what's going on. Yeah, yeah. especially because it seemed like he was like scratching at his. I could even see like at the heart because it seemed like he was like yeah, scratching at his around. chest. Yes. Oh my god! Later, when and I knew that I now I'm like, oh, I've seen this episode before. That doesn't happen. But when the one hellhound is dead and the other hellhounds start like nipping at, I was like, are you gonna eat the other hellhound? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. They don't. No, they don't. They just were checking if he was dead. <laughs> like, are you dead? Hey, are you uh, no? Okay. Huh? Are you sure okay. you're dead? Okay, then I'm gonna go kill some formal wire wearing people okay formal wear um so yeah so we also um after the breakup everyone broods for a while so there's a whole montage of different people brooding in different locations (laughs) and then when buffy is like uh investigating the uh fucking cow brains cow brains Mm -hmm. and she sees him and he says that he misses her i'm like why why are you like, I know that you're trying to, like, soften the blow of what you did before. Well, but, he like, does first. He's like, what are you doing here? He's yeah. first kind of mean to her. Yeah. And, well, and it's funny because when I, she sees, I'm with her, yeah. you know, and she sees him. And my initial instinct was Hide. like, duck and run. Yeah. Like, get out of there. Somersault out. Yeah, exactly. Do some fucking ninja slayer shit. Yeah. Grab get a brain, put it in front or of your Or just, face. like, hide behind one of those, like, fucking carcasses. Yeah. yeah. Get out. She does not. She, like, stands around and waits to be noticed. Yeah. 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 So I think he's trying to assuage how me because he is kind of rude to her when he first sees her. It's just that for me, okay, like if you see someone whose heart you've broken, that you're still them, in love with, yeah, you're still in love with, but you know you cannot be together. Yeah, it is selfish to tell them that you miss them because it's only like yes, it's making them feel better about what you've done, but at the same time, it's like reigniting any sort of yeah. And he also opens the door to like, do you need help? I can help you if you if yeah. you ever need anything, I will help you. Like don't don't like. Like leave that glimmer of hope for her. Yeah, it's hard because it is hard. She wants to hear that from him. Of course she does, and he wants it it to be true. Like he wants to still be in her life, but he can't. That's why he broke up with her. But there's no like, there's no humane, non painful way to do it. If he He doesn't have to say anything, he ignores her. He walks. He sees her. He nods and he leaves. No, he just that's pretty harsh too. Wave hi and then walk away. That's my favorite way to say hi to people. Oh, that you're still in love with? No, just anyone. So if I see you at a like public place, I should just like head nod and then keep on, keep on, keep on. No, for me, it's more like if it's someone that like, like a neighbor or something, you know what I mean? Like someone where I'm like, we're only going to engage in like hot out here. Yeah. Yeah. Hot out. Oh, like a coworker in the hallway. Like, hey, happy Tuesday. All I need is like a, hey, 
Yeah. No slowdown. Don't slow no. down. Just keep keep yeah. going. Oh, don't oh. even tilt your body towards. Yeah. Me. No. 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 At best, like a nod, maybe a slight hand wave. Oh, dream. That's, <laughs> that's dream. That's what I want. Um. Yeah, I think he should have just been like, "Oh hi," and then yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It was an awkward conversation. Like it was, they were bound to have the first awkward run yeah. in. It's weird that they're surrounded by like slaps yeah. of dead. I know. Yeah. It's funny. He's holding blood. Yeah. Blood in a bag. Blood in a bag. I mean, yeah, it was awkward. I don't know that there's a humane way no. to no. do it. But then, and I think he's trying, I don't think he's trying to be cruel. No. And, um, but then we go from that to mm-hmm. the prom where we get to see Giles and Wesley in the yeah. little tuxedo. They were like, look yeah, so dreamy. So cute. Um, picking up by the snack table. Giles is like at that snack table the whole time. Yeah. Oh, He's oh, just be- like yeah. nom and down. Yeah. And before we go to the prom though, we have Giles realizing why Buffy is so gung ho. Like he figures out and he's like, Angel's not coming to prom, right? And she's like, yeah, he's leaving me. It's yeah. over. And he offers to get her some ice cream. Yeah, I that know. was very he's cute. so sweet. He's her. such a game dad type guy. Um, Cordelia walks into the prom mm-hmm. uh, while Praise You is playing, oh, yeah. which was like so, oh so caught a moment. All the yeah. music was that's very... almost like Pamela Henderson. Yeah, yeah. Paul Malone. Damn it! Yeah. I almost did it. Well, that was really embarrassing, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just kidding, Ryan. It's okay, it was true. So. It was. A, it was a really good effort, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I tried. Uh, but it, yeah. So she walks in in that fucking dress. Oh my god! With, with the, the hair slit and the, eye, yep. oh and the glitter god. and the spaghetti. Shot. Oh my god! So I know. And then Xander's <gasps> like, "You look great," and she's like, "Duh!" I loved that. I love <laughs> that she, she said thanks that. Him. Yeah, she does yeah. thank him, which was very. They have a sweet was, moment. Yeah, they yeah. have, and it was like such a good closure to their yes. relationship. Because like, no, they don't need to get back together. They should probably maybe never have dated. Exactly. They hurt each other. They're, and but and like, it made me feel better because like I felt like he was being so mean to her unnecessarily. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then to like come in and do the nice gesture, like not asking for anything, not being yeah. like, well, I bought you that dress. Right. And she says, thank you. He accepts it with yeah. a plum. And like it's just, just very on. sweet. Yeah. And like, yeah, their whole like relationship had been like kind of in this episode. Yeah. Had been leading up, up to that where he yeah. was like keeping her secret and she mm-hmm. had kind of cooled it on like the mean stuff to yeah. him. And um. When he realizes that, like, her, you know, dad has been, like, embezzling or tax evasion or yeah. whatever, uh, he has the opportunity to mm-hmm. be, like, how does it feel? Of course. But he doesn't. Yeah, no. And, yeah. like, he actually, you can tell that he's hurt for her. Yeah. Because um, he so I really genuinely cares about her as a of person. Course. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that was a really sweet thing. Um, I said out loud, ew, Wesley, when he said, hot do you remember that? Yeah. He, when he like sees her and he's like hot, hot, something like that. It's like, ew, Wesley, sick. Well, and then it's funny because they're obviously they've been building up to this, and then he comes over and asks Giles, like, do you think it would be inappropriate if I went and asked her to dance? And Giles is like, she's eighteen, like, go do what you're gonna do. Well, first he's like, no, she's eighteen, and you're have you you are a loser. No, so what he said is, you have the emotional the maturity, maturity of, of a blueberry, blueberry scone. scone. So good. So good. Not so, even a plain scone. So Blueberry. Good. I think it helps, and we've talked about this before, but I think it helps that Cordelia looks 30. Yeah. yeah. She's a hot to trot 30 year old, but if hot yeah. to trot 30. But yeah, it helps. And she's but, more seeking him out than he is seeking her out. That and, we've, have we not talked about yeah, this? Yeah, I know. I don't I think, know. I don't think 15 year olds. She's that, 18. Yeah, I know. She's 18. High school students, it doesn't matter how yes. into you they are, you shouldn't date them if you're an adult, is my opinion. Well, I know that's like a Lolita thing. 
right? Well, like and you look it's, at the, you're the you look at the younger person as a temptress or tempter. Yeah. Wait six months when they're actually an adult and then mm-hmm. talk to them. It, they're on it, the hell month. They may not have six months. Graduation day is coming. Then Cordelia will Peace. die a virgin. Fine. I don't care. Do we well, so luckily for us, Cordelia's 18. <laughs> Wesley, <laughs> luckily for us. Yeah, luckily for us. Wesley is unknown age but seems young. Yeah. I think he's fairly young. They both are physically mature as adults. Yes, yeah. they're both virile, I assume. <laughs> and I don't nubile. think... Yeah. Nubile, virile. And, and as and we'll see how it plays out. But I, she's also maybe a little too much for him. Oh, she's definitely... Think, she's too like much. too much of an adult for him. Uh, yeah. She's so. too much of a woman for she's him. She's too much of a woman yeah. for him. Ooh. It was very much like, even if you got her, what would you do with her? Wesley. You'd stand there awkwardly in your big boy suit. Yeah. I do think... we see them dancing together? No, they're just kind of walking just around. Right? We dance. see them like in the, they're in like a bunch of the group shots. So, okay. Like, as Buffy's like looking out mm. over everyone being happy, you're like, oh, we look and see Angel across the room. Yeah. Like you, they're in there dancing together. Anya reali- is like, gets starts cuddling on Xander. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, Willow and Oz are together and so cute. And yeah. Willow's got her like ladies yeah. pushing yeah. up and out. I was just like, damn girl, you like brought it to prom. Yeah, she brought it. She she wanted that perfect high school moment. She, she did. She, she got it. Great. She's dancing with a little short boyfriend. So yeah. cute. So cute. Um, yeah. And, you know, she didn't think she was going to get a perfect high school moment. And she did. And then the awards happen. And then she gets. I liked that that was. Yes. I mean, I think they, uh, that her and Angel were kind of poised to be the perfect high school moment. But to me, as a viewer, I chose to believe that the perfect high school moment was okay. like. Well, the scene with uh, her and Angel was like watching uh, someone slowly get stabbed yes. with a knife. Yeah. Whereas yes. the other was. Yes. She was doing all of this work for these people and felt ignored by them and not mm-hmm. appreciated by them. And honestly, had gotten over how they didn't appreciate her. Yeah. Like, she wasn't no. even like She's, she was she pissed about it anymore. Yeah. She wasn't even looking for appreciation. No, it was completely then, unexpected. And, I mean, we got to watch Earshot. The people in real life didn't get to watch it because mm-hmm. it got held. But, like, we know that she saved Jonathan from killing himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, separate from saving people from, uh, you know, keeping the mortality rate low, saving everyone from hell beasts, she, like, literally helped this guy so that he didn't shoot himself two yeah. years ago. Which was nice to have him coming off of Earshot. It was nice to have him doing it because yeah. it, it, like, rings so personally true for him. And I mm-hmm. feel like it would have really resonated with Buffy in that moment. Yes. Um, I thought the little umbrella they gave her was like so, so cheesy and cute. Yeah, it was, it was really, really cute. cute. It was so cute. So and cute. then she's like, I got a little toy surprise. I know. Yeah. And like, we, she, it was so sweet seeing her realize that she, in fact, was a part and left an impact yes. on a place yeah. that she has always felt outside of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she will, con- I mean, no spoilers, but she will continue to feel outside of this place. Yeah. But at least there was some recognition there and there was like, you know, this. I feel like for her, it probably feels like she's on a hamster wheel where she like never gets to get off. It's always like apocalypse, apocalypse, Mm -hmm. apocalypse. So it was a nice moment where she sees that other people recognize and she sees it. She does make a difference. Mm -hmm. Like she Mm -hmm. has changed things for the better. Like the town is better for her having been there. Yeah, And it's the first real like moment. I think she gets to revel in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what was interesting is that when she uh, when she was like contemplating going away for mm-hmm. college and she's telling Giles like, you know what, it's fine. Like, I'll just kill the mayor and come back. But that's such a uh, like convenient forgetting yeah. of like this thing that she's wrestled with for so long, which is that like, no, it's an it's forever. It's like every you're, day. Yeah. You're this is my whole life. Fighting, yeah. Always. Uh, and it never gets better. Uh, <laughs> it uh, never gets better. <laughs> 
Um, but then, but for a moment, it does get better. Boyfriend shows up and looking all okay. That does not get better. Snazzy in his that scene was hurtful. I didn't like that. Nice, because she made such a deal about the prom. Mm. Wild horses is playing. Yeah, that was like just. I think it's. I I was thinking about it. I think it might be unfair for movies or television to use any version of wild horses in the background because you're just gonna make me sad. Yeah, like. Um, I'm never going to feel good about whatever is happening. I thought it was nice. I thought it was a nice gesture that he made knowing that like it's over whatever. Like it was a nice. He right. knew it's how a important nice gesture, so like, like coming to a funeral a is nice. It was like a bow on the, the break, coffin. The breakup present. <laughs> it was like slowly <laughs> yeah. lowering a coffin into a grave. Yeah. yeah I mean it was. It was nice. You know what he was doing? He was like getting some of that like fresh dirt and just like putting it on top yeah, of the Yeah. I think he. I think his behavior is was nice and yeah. i think giving them a giving them them this moment this like <laughs> angst filled da- final dance was ve- was sweet but the actual effect for me of the scene uh there was not a lot of yeah thumbs up it was mostly <laughs> why how dare they use wild horses <laughs> this song oh uh, i wrote I, I just wrote like enough period underline i also wrote lame <laughs> Period underline. Oh god! I also wrote the class clown is a douche. Oh my god! I like how he pulls out that balloon. Yes. Ha- like, like he dancing. must have had that with him. Like where was he hiding that? It's so big. I think we see how he beat Xander. Yeah, yeah. he's better. That's he's so the cheap prop comics. But like, isn't that? Yeah, is it, don't you guys feel kind of like it was like the writers kind of saying like we weren't appreciated in high school and like these doofuses got recognized for class clown like i i feel like maybe this is me protecting um <laughs> but it's like those people that were like always thought of as like so hilarious in your like small town yeah and then but you're like no that's like you were just hilarious for that place yeah or like no you were just a douche you were just a very specific douche mm-hmm. that like these other people appreciate i think it's also like and you know we're comedy nerds Mm-hmm. So I think we would prefer a great joke that only fifteen percent of the yeah. audience would get, but that's not actually a measure. Like the, you can measure funniness by how many people laugh. You of, can measure funniness any in any random, way. You know what I mean? So like I think that there is space for the class clown that more people laugh at. Yeah. Oh sure. Even if it's not a better joke. Well, what's that puppet guy? Gets like he's he's the highest paid comedian. That, oh, in Vegas, he's that the guy. Worst. Yeah. Jeff, he like won the America's Got Talent. Thing. Yeah. Whereas, he's, yeah, and he's racist, or his his, his puppets are. Oh, he's they're not. Oh, but they're puppets, so it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is funny. He's racist puppets, he's or racist. like the most popular television shows on yeah. the air are not necessarily the kind of comedy that you and you or I would vote for best comedy. No, or no. are funny. I, people like them and laugh at them. People so how can we say they're not them. funny? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's that it's that we're, old. The thing is that, that we're a vocal song. minority. That's the thing. Well, or I seek out people who talk like me. I think there's a bar in America that you can go into right now and start talking about Big Bang Theory, and people would talk about their favorite episodes. Yeah. People will be laughing. No one would yeah. be ironically detached, being like, "I can't believe this." No one would be snapping it. And showing yeah. their friends to be like, can you believe these people exist? Yeah. Well, like, okay. Which is what would happen if that happened in LA. Well, yeah. And also, like, yeah. I was thinking there uh, about how it, in everything that we, like food, uh, uh, movies, television, like mm-hmm. pop culture, all of that, there is, like, uh, the trends that we talk about yeah. is, like, really just the result of, like, a vocal minority and, like, the, like, intelligentsia kind of talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you look at 
the things that America actually consumes, it's very different. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of times, and I think that's what was kind of going on in my head when mm-hmm. I was watching it, is that like I live in Los Angeles and I like hang out with people specifically that who's like uh, creativity I admire. Right. And like seeing that class clown get called class clown. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, this is middle America dictating what's popular. Ah. And but OK, but would it have been satisfying for Xander to win either? No. Well, and <laughs> but it would have been for him. And I think in but that moment, would... I am Xander. I think that's why. In oh, that moment, yeah. I'm Xander. Yeah, but I think you're supposed to be. Kind of also, <laughs> if that guy had brought in that giant balloon headdress and then not won, what a, what a shame that would have been. Yeah. And here's the thing. He was more committed to being yeah. the class clown. Xander did not like have anything prepared. Yeah. That dude had a hat. An inflatable balloon hat. And see, that's the thing. If this happened today in real life, like at a bar where we were watching some kind of superlatives thing going on. Yeah. And that guy gets named class clown gets out a fucking balloon hat i feel like most of my friends would be like embarrassed for this person oh oh like, 100%. Like, you'd be like, oh my i was god. so embarrassed for him oh my god that's really embarrassing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. super embarrassing he knew his audience <laughs> he, he, won won he, won. He, won. he won he won just like Ugh. when people win uh when like anybody wins these awards mm-hmm. like yes we're at home being like oh i can't believe that person won but like they're in a room full of people who voted for them sure like yeah. they it they're playing yeah. to the cheap seats. Like, yeah. it's not. And it worked out. It was successful. He is class clown. Now and forever. And now forever. Of, and class of 94. 99. 99. Memorialized in Buffy on Netflix. Okay. That, like, I don't know. That like, that, like, featured extra who, yeah. like, maybe got Taft-Hartley into SAG for that. Because of his, <laughs> oh, good for him. Of his, I don't making up a whole backstory <laughs> okay, for this guy now, now. Okay, I like the backstory of what if the balloon hat wasn't scripted? <laughs> oh, my God. That was an actor's choice? Yeah. <laughs> he, he just he showed just up on the day. balloons in his pocket and was like, <laughs> I made a hat. <laughs> and be like, you are a class clown. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I don't even know if we... I think we had superlatives, so probably someone got voted class clown. But I don't think we had anybody who was, like, that kind of goof. Oh, my, my school stopped doing that because it was very like best hair, best eye. Like it was always historically yeah. very uh, shallow. Yeah, and my school was just like, no, we're better than that. I we think had- I got I got best smile. I think. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> uh, I think I got something, but it wasn't like they even had like most good looking. Yeah, yeah, horrifying. We didn't have that. We did have like a prom king and queen, mm-hmm. but we didn't have any of that other crap. Yeah. Even like in the year, I feel bullshit. like even in the yearbook, it was just like Val Victorian, Salutatorian, and like something else. And yeah. there was no. Mm-mm. My school congratulated you not for being pretty. <laughs> yeah. We didn't do valedictorians. We didn't do valedictorian either. Um, cool. Do we have. Uh, I guess so this leaves us with they're broken up. He's yeah. leaving after graduation. The end yeah. of Buffy and Angel. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, we get a few more scenes before the season's over and then. They never, they don't forget about each other that quickly. No, they don't. So As you we, wouldn't. Oh, I them. feel like starting when he comes back from hell, I don't have a ton of problems with how the show treats their relationship. No. Because I, I, the second season, there's a lot of uh, what Kelly calls the teen dream stuff. Um, and there's a lot of like, oh, we're in love. But like, I think that for how important they are to each other, the way in which they interact for the remainder of both of their series. Mm-hmm feels right to me like i don't get tired of buffy and angel again 
after this point. Yeah, I think that yeah. it was just hard. Like these two episodes stacked on top of each other was a lot of like sappy teen love story. And ang- and sadness. Yeah. Like none of it's happy. Yeah. I And the happiness I think is less, I'd rather watch people be sad about being broken up than people be like, we're so in love. It hurts to love you this much. How do I even know I'm a person if I don't see your face? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, <laughs> love is dead. Love is dead. Love is a delusion, love guys. Is nothing. It's, it is Ugh. as much alive as you give it in your fantasy of reality that we all live and project upon each other. In the Matrix, uh, love is a matrix. Love is a I matrix. do think that love is a matrix. <laughs> There's like electronic music backing that up. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, no, just just yourself. Like to come on your show and talk. You don't about have Buffy. anything that's out there that you think people should listen to. I feel like you give me recommendations all the time. This is your platform. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel very put on the spot right now. I don't have any cool pop culture things to tell you. All right, about. you guys should see the nice guys. It was really good. Oh, I loved I it. Haven't seen that yet? Yeah. I liked it a lot. Oh, Vanessa, you should see the nice guys. I will. It's on my to do list. That um, and me before you. And then uh, check out. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, too much. I, the I, Lobster. If they play I Wild Horses, okay, I want to see good. the Lobster. I want to see Love and Friendship too. I want to see Love and Friendship. Right, well, that was gonna cheer me up. Instead, I went yeah. to go see the Lobster no. by myself. Yeah, you should on have a gone Friday to afternoon. I ate a burrito. Ate a bean and cheese burrito and strolled right into Los Feliz 3. Mm. <laughs> I was like, sup? <laughs> Take it for one of the lobster. <laughs> Extra napkins. Because <laughs> things are going to get messy. <laughs> oh, I'm doing great, you guys. Um, no, you sound great. I mean, you've now revealed about the breakup. So now go back and re-listen to last week's episode. Guys, <laughs> whoa, so much will make sense. So much will make sense. Uh, um, okay, but next week we're gonna finish season three. We're gonna finish high school, oh, guys. Man. We're the graduating. Is coming. It's coming, or will it? <laughs> or not? I mean, they're preparing. There's meaningful looks happening, but we do know that graduation will at least be a part of it. Day uh-huh. one and day two. Yeah, day one and day two. Two day graduation. Uh, and I don't know. That about wraps it up, right? Yeah. Or do we want to end of season three? End of season three. It's big stuff. Do you guys do like a party at the end of the season? Ooh, that'd be fun. At some point, we are going to do, I don't know how much of a party it's going to be, but we'll be screening, we'll be watching Buffy the movie. Yeah, we should do that. That'll be really fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Because Kelly's never seen it ever. I've never seen it. Interesting. I'll be curious to know your thoughts. Yeah. How funky is your chicken? You'll know what that means later. Oh, God. It's just a cheer. You know what? It's a goose. Our Our goose is totally loose. You, I will. Here's the thing. I'm going to be a different person after this. I want you guys to remember, like, yeah, this version the me of, of not knowing that you are that. today, you will never be again. <sighs> I mean, you know, Luke Perry and David Arquette are in it, right? They are, and Hilary Swank, and Hilary Swank, and Paul Rubens, who plays Pee Wee. If you don't know who Paul Rubens is, I didn't know. I didn't know that any of these people. Donald were in Sutherland. It. Are you lying to me? Is no, he's the all watcher, of these right? people he's are the literally in it. All of these people okay, are great. literally in it. All right. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll release some information about. I don't know. I want to do a screening for it. Yeah. I have some kind of like fun live event. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um. Cool. 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 Um. And then do we want to plug our team? Yeah. Well, since the last time we recorded an episode, Kelly and I are now on a Nerdist house team called Big Boss. Yeah. Check us out. I yeah, guess on Sundays at the nurse we're going to be on Sundays at the nurse school. If you want exact dates and times, 
they'll be on the website. Fantastic. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Vanessa. Oh Such gosh. a pleasure. As always, we love having you on. Thank you for having me. I love coming. Yay. Um, Maybe next time, happier episodes. I, yeah. like, I just invited myself back. Yeah. Um, I think there's no, this I'll great episode. Fun. We'll yeah. bring you back. Oh, there's this great episode called I Will Remember You mm. in season one of Angel. So fun. So fun. I was like laughing the whole time. <laughs> um, Maybe an episode where like people turn into fish or hyenas <laughs> or some sort of body morphing. No, I'm telling you, I want you to see the pain. 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 Uh, all right. We'll check in with you guys next week. Bye. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.